This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From West Holmes High School in Millersburg, Ohio, inside of Knight Stadium, it is time for week number seven of high school football around the state of Ohio. And tonight, we've got a good one for you. We've got the Lexington Minutemen, who are 3-3 three and three on the year overall. Three, uh, excuse me, 2-1 and one in the OCC. Coming in here tonight, Stadium, to take on the West Holmes Knights, who are also 3-3, three and three, and they are 2-1 and one in the OCC. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you tonight on a beautiful night for football. Week 7, the last Friday in the month of September already. Hard to believe that uh, Monday is going to be October 1st, and uh, it is an absolutely beautiful night for football tonight. We've been blessed with a great year so far of football. No rain through seven weeks, and I don't think we're going to get any tonight. So that is uh, it's a great sight to see as we get later on into the year here. And uh, with a grass field here at West Holmes, that's certainly a factor if it, if it were to rain, but no rain tonight. So grass is going to be dry. The field looks beautiful. West Holmes hasn't played here in a couple of weeks, and we are set for football here at Knight Stadium. And uh, it is homecoming tonight here at West Holmes, so a great crowd on hand already over across the way. We're in the visitor's press box tonight, and uh, they've got a nice student section over there, and uh, it's, it's filling in quite nicely here. If you've never been out here tonight, Stadium, it's, it's kind of, Derek was saying before, uh, before we walked up here, that uh, it's, it's kind of reminiscent of the Colt Corral a little bit down at Clear Fork High School in Belleville, uh, where uh, they've got the stands, of course, on the home side, but then they've got a hill as well that people can go and sit on and uh, bring their own chairs and bring a, like a beach towel and sit on the hill and watch the game. So ton of people here tonight at West Holmes all over the place, uh, including up on the hill and in the stands, and even down in the end zones, kids running around everywhere. It's going to be a great atmosphere tonight with a lot of people. And uh, a few people from Lex made the trip out here, but uh, we were kind of discussing this a couple of days ago, too. This is one game on the schedule that is uh, really a true road game for most teams, at least the Richland County teams that are in the OCC. When they come out here, this is a true road game. It's You're definitely outnumbered here uh, crowd-wise. And I always thought that was a really cool way to play a game. I loved playing in front of an away crowd when you you just didn't have much uh, in the way of, uh, you know, your supporters at the game. And uh, certainly you get that out here at West Holmes. You get that at, like, New Philadelphia. You know, you kind of get that at Worcester even. Uh, But West Holmes, definitely a cool place to play if you you like to feel like you're playing against the world. And, uh, and. Certainly, we've had some good memories here. Our first year covering the Minutemen uh, four years ago was, of course, the great comeback led by Cole Pauley and company. They were down 17 to nothing at halftime, came back and won that game 28-24, and uh, that was one of the more exciting uh, games we've called and one of the best memories we've had in this being our going on our fifth year now uh, as we've been kind of looking back over the years. And... Uh, this has always kind of had a special place in our heart ever since that game. And a couple of years ago, the Minutemen came down here. They they played well, but just could not get out of here with a win that night. And uh, now they're back, and they're trying to 
get back above 500 where they were going into last week, as, and they uh, they just couldn't get the job done against Mansfield Senior. Went back to 500, and now a great opportunity to get back above 500. The Knights, I actually uh, spoke incorrectly there as we open the broadcast. The Knights are actually four and two overall. They are two and one in the conference, but they are above 500, and. Uh, they're looking to uh, keep it that way for at least a few more weeks. And if the Knights get a win tonight, of course, they would move to 5-2, and two, and they would at least finish the season no worse than 500. So West Holmes set up for another great season this year, uh, and uh, it's just something that's becoming the norm out here in Millersburg. The Knights, year in and year out, uh, either winning the conference or in contention, and they've also had uh, – couple of seasons in the last few years where they've finished up at the top of their region and made a run and uh I you know this could be another year like that now I will say this year they're a little down compared to the last couple of years they've lost a couple good players uh due to transfer and a couple kids graduated from last year so a little bit of a different West Holmes team this year they still put up a lot of points like they have in in recent history but they give up quite a bit of points actually they give up I believe it's the second most in the conference so far this year. Uh, West Holmes has given up 183 points, which is right there towards the top of the conference defensively. Uh, they do score a lot of points, but they've given up far more points than they've scored this year. Similar, the, uh, similar to West Holmes, though, Lexington right there. They, these two teams have scored about the same amount of points this year, and they've given up about, about the same amount of points this year. So... I kind of have a feeling it's going to be a shootout tonight. I think it's going to be a close game. But hopefully the Minutemen can get out of here with a win tonight and uh, get back home next week for a matchup with New Philly. There are a couple of games we're really going to be keeping an eye on because, of course, as you know, and you've probably heard me preach this year and over the years, that any team you beat, you want to go on and win as many games as they can. And... uh, Tonight, there's an opportunity for that to happen for the Minutemen. Uh, one of those games, Mount Vernon and Worcester play each other. Both of those teams, obviously, Lexington has beaten, so one of them is going to leave tonight with a win. So that helps Lexington regardless of who wins that game. And that game is being played at Worcester. And then another game that could really help the Minutemen out tonight would be if Clear Fork could defend their home turf and beat Marion Harding. So we'll definitely be keeping an eye on those games for you, and we'll keep you up to date on all of that tonight as the night goes on. As we are just under five minutes from kickoff, let's uh, let's get you uniforms brought to you, as always, by BP Electric. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. The home team tonight, West Holmes, going to be wearing the white helmets. They've got a blue stripe down the middle of their helmets, and they've got a script uh, knights scrawled across each side. That's kind of become their new logo, sort of like a cursive script uh, word, Knights. And they'll have that on either side of the helmet. And then they're going to go with the all-blue uniforms tonight. Blue jerseys, blue pants, and uh, they'll have white and red letters and numbers and trim. So West Holmes tonight in the all-blue with the white helmets. Lexington tonight going with their white helmets. The Minuteman logo on the right side, the player numbers on the left side. They've got a purple stripe down the middle there with a little bit of gold trim. They're going to go with the white jerseys tonight with the purple letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim as well. And then tonight the Minutemen are going to go with the gold pants with the purple stripe and a little bit of white trim. So 
all blue versus the white on gold tonight here at West Holmes. Quick rundown before we uh, let Derek jump in here and give his keys to the game tonight. Quick rundown of what's going on around the OCC. We already kind of hit on a big one, but Ashland is going to go over to Arlen Field tonight. That'll be kind of an interesting one. Ashland, they've played okay up to this point. The, the uh, arrows are four and two, but they've, they've given up. They, they haven't really scored much. They haven't really given up many points, but they haven't played the toughest schedule to this point either. I think that's fair to say. They've played a fairly easy non-conference schedule, and they've played sort of the bottom of the OCC to start this year. So Ashland, although they are four and two, I'm really interested to see where they end the year. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how things go out there at Arlen Field tonight with the Arrows and the Tigers. Of course, senior high in the driver's seat now. They're the only undefeated team left in the conference. And uh, if they don't lose, they're outright champions. And they've already kind of played the tougher end of the conference. So senior high, barring a major slip-up, they should go 7-0 in the conference this year. And uh, I don't want to write them down as champions quite yet, but they don't have much of a, a test the rest of the way this year, unfortunately. Uh, so, anyway, Ashland at senior high tonight. And then New Philly will make the trip all the way out to Madison tonight to Ram Field. It's homecoming at Madison. Um, not sure that's going to be much of a game, although Madison has kind of put up a fight against a couple of teams that you wouldn't have expected them to put up a fight against this year. But I think uh, New Philly should win that game fairly easily. And then, as I mentioned, Mount Vernon will head to Worcester should be a, a game there for Worcester to kind of get back on track a little bit and uh, get back in the win column, which would help Lexington a little bit. Uh, Derek, we're under two minutes from kickoff. Lexington won the toss. They are going to receive. And, uh, of course, you were there last week for the game against Mansfield Sr. Uh, what do you think the Minutemen have to do to rebound tonight and get out of here with a win? I think uh, early on, I think the onslaught of the points from the Tigers kind of changed Lexington's, you know, game plan. I think they need to establish the run, keep West Holmes off the field. They got a real dynamic receiver. I'm going to butcher his last name. Yeah, Maltrich, yeah. Maltrich. I mean, he's going to Yale. Um, so he's a smart kid, and he's a heck of a receiver. So I think, you know, defensively, you got to kind of slow him down, put some pressure on the quarterback. But for Lex to get out of here with a win – I think Markel Martin needs at least 20 touches, you know, and you got to run the ball with Joe Caudell with some, you know, design runs. Get him outside the pocket. That's where he's good. We get seven back tonight, so that will definitely help, you know, stretch in the field, and maybe you can hit Fogel with some underneath routes. But, yeah, I think uh, you got to control the line of scrimmage. you got to put pressure on the quarterback, and I think you got to run the ball. Yeah, and the uh, Knights, they had a pair of brothers, the Williams-Dixon brothers, and this is kind of a strange story, but – the older one, who's now a senior, transferred down to Pickerington and is going to one of the schools down there. And his younger brother, though, Elijah Williams Dixon, still here at West Holmes. He's a junior. So Elijah will see the field tonight, but I'm told he's not quite up to the stature of his brother on the field and uh, doesn't make quite the impact. Uh, so West Holmes... They're kind of hurting a little bit from where they were last year. They've lost a little bit of their star power, but as Derek mentioned there, Kyle Maltrich, the senior receiver, he's a three-year letterman, uh, soon to be four, and he is a special athlete. So definitely going to be hearing his name 
quite a bit tonight. But first, you're going to hear the name of a lot of different Minutemen because they are going to receive the football tonight to start the matchup. And Alex Pringle, the junior kicker here at West Holmes, has it up on the tee, and he's about set to kick it off. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com on a beautiful night from Millersburg, and it's a squib kick, and it's going to be picked up by Cooper Dreibelbiss, and he'll just fall down with it there at the 26-yard line. And the Minutemen will take over going left to right as we see it, or west to east. And we are on the away side tonight up here in the press box at West Holmes. And a beautiful place to call a game. And, uh, of course, I'm partial to the, the natural grass. You don't see it much anymore in high school, but except at Lexington, which is great for us because we like it. But uh, on the road, you don't see it a whole lot, but you do here at West Holmes. First and 10, Minutemen at their own 26. Caudell going to be in the pistol tonight. He will start with a handoff to Markel Martin, and he's going to go up the middle across the 30, and Markel's going to get out to the 34 to start this game, and a good run there for the Minutemen to get things started. Yeah, gain of nine yards there, kind of just pushed the pile a little bit. Good pickup on first down. So Markel, kind of a quiet night last week, but the Minutemen just kind of had a little bit of a rough start, and as Derek said in the pregame there, Kind of had to abandon the run early. Second and three, Caudell back into the pistol. He'll hand it off again. Mark Hale, he's going to go off the left side this time. He might get a yard. That's going to bring up third down and about one, I believe. So Mark Hale right off the bat. He's got nine yards on two carries, and it sets up a third and one. Minute men at their own 35-yard line. Just down off to our left here. They're going to come out with Fogel by himself, split off to the right. Wilson and Allen off to the left. Caudell back into that pistol with Martin as the back. He's going to get up under center now, though, and Joey Caudell's going to QB sneak it right up the middle, and he's going to get about three yards and an easy first down for the Minutemen. And this is something that we thought maybe the Minutemen would be able to do tonight, Derek, and that's run the football. Yeah, definitely. I mean, three plays, three runs. Definitely when you get nine yards on the first down carry, that opens up the playbook a little bit, but good pickup on third down. So it'll be first and 10-minute men at their own 38-yard line is where they marked Caudell down after that QB sneak. He'll send two receivers off to the left. Braden Fogle by himself off to the right. Caudell back into the pistol again with Martin. Takes the snap. They're going to run again on first down. Martin lowers his head, and he'll get... About a yard, maybe two. We'll see where they mark him. They'll give him one. And that'll set up a second and nine. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Elijah Dixon. He is 6'4", 220. He's a big kid. On the defensive line there. It's hard to miss him. And I'll never forget the first year we came down here, Derek. They had a kid that had to be seven feet tall. I'm not even joking. That kid was huge. I remember. Two wide receivers split off to the left. Fogel by himself to the right on second and nine now from the 40. Joey Caudell in the pistol. He's waiting and now takes the snap. He's going to throw. He's got a man, and it's Cam Boozer who lined up at the tight end spot there. He'll get it out to the 44 and a gain of four, and that will set up a third and five. Different look there. Nice pickup on second down, third and manageable. And I believe that is Cam Boozer's first involvement offensively this year for the Minutemen. And we'll call it officially a gain of four. And 
A third and five here. Lexington at their own 44. Caudell back in that pistol. Three wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right. He takes. He's going to fake a handoff and roll right. Caudell's got a man over here on the near side. It's Braden Fogle, and he makes a sliding grab out at midfield for a first down, a gain of six. That's what I like to see. You don't have to have the home run shot every time. Nickel and dime them down the field, run the ball, play action, then go for the deep shot. And so far on this drive, the Minutemen have run it four times, passed twice, and they've picked up two first downs, and now they're at midfield with a first and ten. Two wide receivers left this time, two to the right. Caudell in the pistol. Markel Martin lines up right behind him. It's first and ten from the 50. They look over for a new play call. Caudell's got plenty of time. Now he waits and takes the snap. Quick pass out here into the near flat to Braden Fogle. He's going to lower his shoulder and just get back to the line of scrimmage. No gain, but it's nice to see uh, Joey Caudell get into a little rhythm here. Three complete passes in a row. Yeah, that was. they saw something. that The, the coverage was sagged on Fogle, so they thought maybe they could get a quick hit, make a guy miss, and get a first down. Unfortunately, West Holmes closed that space down pretty quick. Fogle with no gain there. But he's got two grabs already tonight. Two wide receivers right, two to the left again. Back in the pistol, second and 10 from the 50. Caudell back to pass. He's going to wind up, and now he's got to roll right. Now he's going to throw it into the sideline. And he just kind of had to throw it away there as he didn't have much time. And it'll set up a third and 10 right at midfield. Nice grab by Carter Newman on the sidelines. <laughs> Carter, <laughs> poor Carter, out again this week. With another leg injury, but kind of spoke to his dad for a minute before the game. He said he should be back in a, a week or two, hopefully. It'll be great to get Carter back. Drayton Barry out again this week as well, so Minutemen still a little depleted. Third and ten, three wide receivers left, one to the right. Caudell's going to throw. He's going to roll right before he throws, though, and he's got to throw it away again. And West Holmes only bringing three guys there, but they were able to get some pressure and now the Minutemen, after they started this drive quite nicely, are going to stall out at midfield and have to punt it away. Markel Martin will get set to get it out of there. Yeah, when you want to pick up positive yards on first down, get behind the sticks, it's kind of hard to get the first down there. And no coincidence, that was the first time the Minutemen were kind of behind the sticks there on second down. And sure enough, they ended up having to punt. So... Markel Martin takes a pretty good snap, gets a nice punt away. This is going to go down the near sideline, and this baby's going to roll right down the sideline, and it's going to be downed at the seven by Mason Green. What a punt by Markel Martin. That's going to end up being about a 43-yard punt down to the seven-yard line. Good job there by Markel, and the Minutemen defense will have to come out now, and uh, we'll see what they can do. Yeah, it looked like that ball was going out of bounds when it came off his foot, but it took a nice bounce at the, about the 15 it and did. kind of rolled in. Yeah, it, it bounced right on the sideline, and usually it kind of rolls out of bounds. This one rolled back in and then down the sideline, so that was perfect for the Minutemen. And now West Holmes, for the first time tonight, will have the football. Morgan Smith will start at quarterback, and he's going to have receivers all over the place, but they're going to jet sweep Demaltrich off the right side on first down, and he's going to get out to about the nine-yard line. That'll be a gain of two. And a second and eight coming up. So Maltrich already involved in the offense here. 
had West Holmes, but not through the air. He actually took that little jet sweep. They've got four wide receivers out there this time. Smith back to pass on second down. He's going to throw, and he overshoots. Smaltrich down here at the 40. Not too bad of coverage by Keegan West. He was there, but really Smith just kind of overshot Maltrich there and incomplete. That sets up an early third and eight all the way back at the nine-yard line. This could be a huge stop for the Minutemen early on here. Yeah, he had a step for a second, but then Lexington kind of closed the gap there. But you can see where they're going. You can see who their playmaker is already. So a third and eight coming up here. West Holmes at their own nine-yard line. They have three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Smith takes the snap. He's back. It's going to be a wide receiver screen to the near side. The Minutemen have it bottled up, and the receiver got out of there just for a second. And he only got to the 15, though. That's going to set up a fourth down. Yeah, they read that perfectly. If they would have made the initial tackle, it would have been a loss. So and that good, was good time on defense. Lynn Klein on the catch there, and that was only a gain of five. And now West Holmes is going to have to punt this thing away from their own goal line. And not only is he their best player on offense, he's also their punter. Kyle Maltrich stands right at about his own one-yard line. Seven Allen back to receive this thing. He stands at the 50, and it's a low snap, and it's going to go through his legs. Maltrich is going to try to get out of there. The Minutemen are going to get him at the one-yard line. A low snap. Maltrich was fortunate just to get out of the end zone. And the Minutemen were in there and got him at the one. It's going to be Minutemen ball with a yard to go. Don't be surprised if we go double tight here and just shove it in the end zone. I would think here that Joey Caudell is going to get up under center and push it. Minutemen do send out the jumbo package. They're going to go in that power eye here. First and goal at the one. After the turnover, and Caudell right up the middle. Minutemen have the lead early here at West Holmes. Defense, special teams. And this is exactly the opposite of how the Minutemen started last week. They turned it over last week early in their own end zone. This week they get a turnover in the West Holmes end zone, or at least at their one, and they punch it in right away. They didn't waste any time. Caudell straight up the middle. He wasn't even touched. He was able to just kind of dive forward right into the end zone. And Will Perkins now will attempt the extra point, and it is right down the middle. 7-0, Minutemen lead it. 6.28 to go in the first quarter on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen with an early lead here at Knight Stadium, 7-0 off the turnover. They only had to go one yard. I would say that was the shortest drive in the history of football. It was probably <laughs> two seconds. 
And they score a touchdown. Man, Minutemen early on here. Three for five throwing the ball. Four carries. And they already have a touchdown. And now they will kick it off. And Will Perkins with a beautiful kick. This thing's going to go into the end zone for a touchback, and it's good to see Will Perkins back at full strength. Absolutely. And West Holmes will start this thing with a touchback at their own 20-yard line on the near hash is where they're going to set it down. I mean, if you think about it, the last couple games because of his injury, they've had to squib it. So teams have been getting the ball, you know, around the 30, the 40, you know, giving them a kind of a short field. So it's nice to see Will just booting it out of here. First and 10. And on first down, West Holmes. Going to be a quarterback keeper by Morgan Smith right up the middle. And he's going to get about... Well, we'll say three, maybe, well, they'll say four yards. And a second and six coming up on the QB keep. They'll go three wide receivers right, one to the left. Smith in the shotgun from the 24 he takes. He's going to roll right and throw right, and he undershoots his man. It was Klein over there on the far sideline, and already another third down coming up for this Minuteman defense. Yeah, third and six, Fogel coming in, kind of give him a, I think they're kind of substituting him a little more frequently to keep him fresh on offense. But, yeah, big third down, third and six already. It would be nice to get the ball back. So, Smith back into the shotgun. He's got three wide to the right. Maltrich by himself to the left. From the 24, third and six, he's going to throw, and he's got him in. It's Klein with a first down just over the 30. And a big hit by Gage Powell, but not before a first down as Klein was able to get out to the 33, a gain of nine. First first down of the night for West Holmes. They're right back up to the line. Three wide receivers left, one to the right. Smith, a little bit of a hard count there, looks over to the sideline. And now he's getting things lined back up. Zach Schepler, the tailback, on his right hip. Smith takes the snap. He's going to throw on first down. A little screen play. It's caught by Maltrich, but Braden Fogel's over there, and he makes the tackle. And that's going to be a loss of a couple of yards. Good pursuit by Braden there, and that sets up a second and 12. Yeah, he kind of sniffed that play out. They definitely are trying to get number 10 the ball. He's out by himself. They got him in motion, jet sweeps. So second and 12 from the 31, three wide receivers left, one to the right. Shepler, the back, is going to switch from the left hip to the right hip of Smith. And the shotgun, Smith takes. He's back. Now he's going to be flushed to the left. Now he's going to throw. He's got a man wide open. And streaking down the field for a touchdown is going to be Logan Zollers. And that's going to be a 69-yard touchdown from Smith to Zollers. And that was... That's somewhere a broken coverage there, and Zollers was wide open. Yeah, I think the coaches saw something with the coverage because they checked into that play. But, yeah, I mean, wide open, nobody within 30 yards of him, and now we got possibly a tie ball game here. I think you said it in the onset. We might see some fireworks tonight <laughs> offensively. No doubt about that. 
As coming on to attempt the extra point, Alex Pringle, the snap is back, and it's a good one. The hold is good, and this thing is right down the middle. And as Derek said, I mean, I don't have to point it out. It's <laughs> You just assume that I'm always going to be right. It's already 7-7, seven to seven, 4.37 to go here at West Holmes in the first quarter. And, uh, yeah, I thought we'd see some points tonight. I thought maybe a score with both teams in the 30s. Certainly on pace for that. Well, we didn't hear the cannon or the fireworks. Thank goodness for that. I think that guy's sleeping over there. Don't need any cannons going off here. <laughs> Look for something. West Homes maybe do something a little, a little shady here. I don't think they're going to kick it away. I think they're going to squib it again to kind of keep seven from getting the touches. So the up man better be ready. So Pringle will put it up on the tee at the 40. And he will squib it as he did to start the game. And Gage Powell's going to fall on it right there at the 34 and set up good field position for the Minutemen. Like Corey said, 7-7, 437 left in the first quarter. Lexus has got to come back out there on offense now, see if they can get another drive going. So it is first and 10 minute men at their own 35. Caudell in the pistol. And on first down, he's going to keep it off the left side. And Joey Caudell is going to push his way out to the 43 for a gain of eight on first down. Definitely helps when you get eight yards on first down. That's a couple first downs now that they've got well over five yards. That opens up the playbook second and short. Maybe take a shot here. Second and two, Minutemen at their own 43. Caudell will send three to the right this time and one to the left. He's in the pistol, fakes a give, and he's going to keep it up the middle again, and Joey's going to drag defenders out to the 48-yard line, an easy first down, a gain of five. Like I said in the opening, if they can control the line of scrimmage and the time of possession, we've seen Lexington go on drives of 10 minutes plus against Mount Vernon, so they're definitely capable of moving the sticks. First and 10 minute men, a new first down here. They've had three tonight so far. And they've got it at their own 48, so this is the second time tonight they've had the ball right at midfield. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Caudell in the pistol is going to give this time. Markel Martin has a little room off the left side. He's going to lower his shoulder and get across midfield to the 49-yard line. Gain of three on first down for Markel. two-yard pickup there. Tick-tock the clock. Three minutes left in the first quarter, 7-7. Seven well, seven. And that's another thing, too, with the way West Holmes can put up points quickly. Is, I mean, Derek kind of talked about this earlier. You definitely want to uh, run the clock, keep the ball out of their hands. 
as much as possible, but you got to score. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Second and seven from the 49. Caudell is going to slip and fall down in the backfield, and we've got a late hit as Caudell was down. He slipped on his own and went down, and then Williams-Dixon kind of came up and hit him, and we're going to get a late hit, I think, here, and Caudell gets up. He's limping pretty hard. I mean, he took a shot there as he fell down, and while he was already on the ground, it was a split second. I mean, I, I can't say it was a – the worst late hit I've ever yeah. seen, but the referees did call it. That's going to be a big penalty here and give the Minutemen a free first down. And that bails them out, too, because Joey kind of slipped, as we talked about earlier, natural grass here at West Holmes, and it must already be kind of damp down there. And Joey just dropped back the pass, and he slipped, fell down, and then Williams-Dixon came up, and he popped him. I think what they what they saw is he kind of led with his head, so okay. I think it was a helmet-to-helmet. Helmet. I mean, yeah, Joe was down and his momentum, you know, but he didn't have to lead with his head, so I right. think that's why they got the call. And I think you're right because he didn't really hit him that late either. I mean, he was kind of already in the act of going after him, but Minutemen will take it. That'll put him all the way down at the West Holmes 34. First and 10, they'll give Markel Martin off the left side. He's got a little bit of room and a lot of room as he trucks some defenders, and now five Knights are going to have to take him down at the 24-yard line. That's a gain of 10, and it should be another first down Minutemen. Yeah, he took a big pop there at the end, probably because he was just kind of being held Dang. up by the whole team. Mark Hale, he's been a great running back for this Minuteman ball club since his first game as a freshman, but that was one of the harder runs I've seen him put together right there. That was a hard 10-yard run. And actually, they'll give him 11 down to the 23-yard line. Minutemen have it first and 10. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Caudell still in the pistol. He's going to give. Markel Martin is going to try to find a hole, but he's going to just kind of have to dance it up the middle. And he'll pick up a yard. And maybe, yeah, they'll give him one. I was thinking maybe they'd give him two there, but Markel on that one had nowhere to go. Second and nine coming up. What I really like about his style of run, yes, he's, you know, getting giving the contact, but he always covers that ball up as soon as he gets in traffic. Nobody's punching that ball away from him. Second and nine, two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. From the 22, Caudell back to pass. He's looking, corner of the end zone, wide open. Seven Allen catches it. Toe taps in the end zone for a touchdown, Minutemen. He came off the line free. The safety did not come over to help, and he had to wait for that ball forever to get there, but great pass, great look. Like you said, the penalty got a condom across, and they finished out the drive. He was wide open in the corner of the end zone, and a great job toe tapping because he was on a dead sprint to the sideline there in the end zone, and... Seven Allen with a 22-yard touchdown catch. And the extra point by Will Perkins. Old Reliable is right down the middle. 14-7, the Minutemen strike right back and take the lead back with 1.05 to go in the first quarter on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. 
Seven Allen is back, baby. And he made himself very known here in the first quarter already with a 22-yard touchdown catch in the corner of the end zone. And the Minutemen have the lead back, 14 to seven, 105 to go, first quarter. Will Perkins, who had a touchback on his last kickoff, has it up on the tee. Right down off to our left at the 40. And Will is going to run up, and he's going to put this one deep again, but returnable. And nope. They're not going to be able to return it. Logan Zollers, he caught it at the one, but then took a step backwards. And on a kickoff in high school, the goal line is essentially a boundary line. If you hit the goal line, yeah. it is dead ball. And as he kind of backtracked there to catch it, Zollers put his left foot on the goal line, and Referees blew it dead. So another touchback by Will Perkins. Good job by him. And West Holmes again will have to take over at their own 20. Yeah, First and 10. It's nice to have him back at full strength. Definitely. And he's been squibbing it the last few weeks, and it's a lot better having him kicking it deep. Smith on first down, takes. He's going to look left, but nothing's there. Now he's going to have to roll right. Now the Minutemen are all over him, and there's Minutemen everywhere. They're going to get him all the way back at the 16. That was a team sack by the Minutemen. And now again, they've got West Holmes deep in their own end. Yeah, great job, great push. So that'll put West Holmes back at their 16, a second and 16 coming up. They've got two wide receivers off to the left, two to the right. Smith in the shotgun sends a man in motion from left to right. Now he's going to take the snap. He's going to look left, and it is caught. And, no, they're going to say it was incomplete. It wouldn't have mattered anyway because Zollers had to go to the ground to try to catch it. Even if he did catch it, it was right at the line of scrimmage. But the referee blew it dead, and it's third and 16 with 22 seconds to go in the first quarter. Great pressure in there. Fogel almost got to him, made him quick up, you know, throw the ball a little quicker. But, yeah, he had nowhere to go after he caught it. Well, it was supposed to be a wide receiver screen, but the Minutemen were all over it, and Smith couldn't throw it. So he kind of had to hold on to it for a second. They'll go empty backfield now on third and 16. Smith going to load up and throw it down the middle of the field, and he's got a man wide open, streaking across the 50. Down to the 40, going far side. It's Brock Gallion, and he's going to get it down to the 30-yard line. It's almost the same play they ran on the touchdown. Just guy wide open in the middle of the field. I think they're paying attention so much to Maltrick that they kind of lose the guys in space. And that'll be a 54-yard pass from Smith to Gallion there. And... West Holmes now down to the Lex 30, empty backfield again. First and 10, Smith, he's going to run it. A quarterback draw right up the middle. He's got room to run across the 20. He's got the first down, and he finally gets drugged down, but not until he got to the 15-yard line, a gain of 15. Great run there. A couple spin moves. Got a minimum hurt. And that's going to be the end of the first quarter anyway. We'll make sure... Everyone is okay. Everybody seems to be up and walking off the field now for the Minutemen. But that was the first quarterback draw we've seen from Smith as well. Morgan Smith, the quarterback. That's the end of the first quarter. It's a shootout as we predicted so far. It's 14 to seven, Minutemen in the lead, but West Holmes threatening here on fearthevillage.com. 
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to the Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. So Cooper Dreibelbiss maybe got a little bit of a stinger there to the shoulder. We'll uh, keep an eye on him and make sure he's going to be able to continue here. As they switch ends, and West Holmes has it first and 10 in the red zone at the Lex 15-yard line. Morgan Smith going to go into the pistol for the first time tonight. He's got two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Maltrich is the back. They're going to pitch it out to him on the left side. Maltrich has room to run 10, 5, and down to about the 1, and he's going to be taken out of bounds, but not before he got 14 yards. Oh, he's limping a little bit. And actually, they'll mark him out at the three, so a gain of 11. First and goal, West Holmes at the Lexington three-yard line. They're going to hurry back up to the line here. Smith. And now we're going to have a flag on the Minutemen as they jumped. And West Holmes, so far this year, they're really the only team we've seen that they get right up to the line. I mean... They go down on the tackle on the previous play, and as soon as the referee has the ball down, they're ready to go again. Yeah, they've been doing that the last couple years. As long as I can remember, last at least five or six years, they've been a hurry-up type team. They're talking a lot about this. Yeah, the referees, there's three of them talking. If this is a, an encroachment on the Minutemen, it'll be half the distance to the goal. And it is, so that'll put the ball at the one-and-a-half-yard line. And now West Holmes going to have some bigger bodies in there. Maltrich going to go into almost a wildcat look here. Excuse me, Morgan Smith, the quarterback. He's going to go kind of into a wildcat formation here, one wide receiver each way, but this is probably going to be a QB keeper. And it is, and Smith going to go right off the right side untouched. And we're an extra point away <laughs> from this being tied up again. 11:27 uh, left in the second. And even I thought this would be a shootout, but, man, I I can hardly keep up as Cooper Dreibelbiss still down here on the sideline. It looks like he is kind of walking and getting around okay, not really wincing like he was at first. But definitely a shoulder injury there for Cooper, and Minutemen are going to need him back. Really good linebacker for the Minutemen who kind of anchors things down. The extra point is up and good by Pringle. What's your favorite Pringle flavor, Derek? Sour cream. I figured. <laughs> what does that mean? 14-14 <laughs> here at Knight Stadium. No, it it's just what my wife always eats. What's yours? I don't like Pringles. Yeah, I think they're, they're like the, the poser chip. They're not even a real <laughs> even chip. chip. Can we all agree Pringles are not made out they of real potatoes? They come in a canister, not in a bag. Eh. Yeah. Ever have a hard time getting the last one out? I don't buy them that often, so no. No. I just dump the can in. All the crumbs go everywhere. 
Also, you just dump them everywhere. Oh, yeah. You get down to the last three or four and just dump them out. Yep. Yep. That figures. <laughs> Learning a lot about Derek tonight. I'm a psychopath. Yep. Those are all signs of being a serial killer, I think. 14-14. Pringle. He's just kind of waiting on the Minutemen to get lined up here. The Minutemen just broke the huddle to get their kick team out there. So now the junior kicker, Alex Pringle, who is not a small kid. He's six foot 190. Man, they churn out kickers here at West Holmes. They do. They do. He's got it up on the tee now, and Pringle will run up and squib it again down the far side. Gage Powell's going to take it. This time he's going to run a few yards with it, and he'll get it out to the 37 and set the Minutemen up with decent field position. At their own 37, tie ball game, 14-all. 11.26 to go in the second quarter. I mean, Lex defensively, I feel like there's been one big play yep. in each drive, one big play in each drive. They, they kind of get them pinned back, and then they get a big play, and we know what happens. But Yeah, the Minutemen have really done a good job of getting West Holmes into third and long, and then a couple of big pa uh, pass plays so far have been West Holmes' entire offense tonight. First and ten Minutemen at their own 37. They'll have four wide. They'll send seven Allen in motion from left to right. Caudell, he's going to keep it, though, off the left side. He's going to get to about the 40 and a gain of three on first down. Looks like he's moving a little better after taking that sack. Minutemen with about 45 rushing yards tonight so far. They've done a nice job of running the clock a little bit, but so far... It hasn't done much to help keep West Holmes out of the end zone. Second and seven, now at their own 40. Caudell in the pistol with four wide. He's going to throw on second down, and he's got a man. It's seven. Allen streaking down the middle of the field. It's caught down at the 24-yard line. A big first down minute, men. That's going to be a gain of about 36, maybe 37 there, as they'll put it down at the 23-yard line. Wasn't probably the best ball Joe throw, but Seven made a great adjustment and came up with the catch. So the Minutemen in business. First and 10 at the 23, Caudell off the left side, and he runs right into his own man. He ran into Mason Green <laughs> and just it. plopped to the ground. He will get a yard maybe. Man, God, hell, that might have been the hardest hit he's taken all year. <laughs> and all he did was run right off the back of Mason Green. Uh. Second and nine, Minutemen now at the West Holmes 22-yard line. But how about seven Allen so far tonight? I'll get you his stats here in just a second. Second and nine at the 22. Three wide receivers off to the right. Caudell in the pistol with a receiver off to the left. He takes. He's going to fake a give and run off the left side. Caudell with a little bit of room and gets it out to the 16. A gain of six. It'll set up a third and short. Yeah, this might be four down territory. I mean, we got a good field goal kicker, but you got to keep pace with West Holmes. Yes. So this might be fourth down, four down territory. It'll now be... Third and three, and the Minutemen into the red zone for the first time tonight. State Farm Red Zone. Call your local agent, Gary Fagan, for all of your insurance needs. 
419-747-2217. Minutemen, it's hard to believe with all these points, their first trip into the State Farm Red Zone tonight. Third and three, Caudell in the pistol. Three wide receivers right, one to the left, takes the snap. He's going to look right. He's going to roll right. Caudell is going to throw it away into the far sideline, incomplete. And now it'll be fourth down, decision time for Coach Saris. Yeah, he tried to direct the receiver to kind of break the route off. I think it was Carter Wilson over there. It was Carter Wilson. If Carter Wilson would have bent the route a little bit and got to the end zone, he probably would have had a better shot. So, Derek, interesting here. They will send on Will Perkins. 8.57 to go in the second quarter. It's 14-all. Minutemen trying to get the lead back here for a third time tonight. Off the left foot of Will Perkins. They're going to set this thing down at the 22-yard line right here on the near hash. So it'll be a 32-yarder. Will going to have to kick it back across his body, and it's blocked, and it's going to be picked up at the 10 and returned by Maltrich out to the 20. Now he's going to run backwards, and he'll be down back at the 18-yard line. And West Holmes will take over first and 10 at their own 18 off the blocked field goal. And the only positive from back that is you're, they're backed up. And they really have been all night, to be honest. West Holmes has not had good starting field position all night. And they certainly will not have it here, although this would be the first chance for West Holmes to have the lead tonight. Lex has had the lead 7-0 and 14-7. Right now it's 14-14. First and 10, West Holmes at their own 18-yard line. They have three wide receivers left, one to the right, but Morgan Smith, it's a QB keeper off the left side. He's going to get about four yards. I can't remember a play yet that they've handed off nope. to a running back. They have not. In fact, they've only run four run plays, period. And if you want to count that jet sweep to Maltrich, I guess that was a handoff. But they haven't run it with the running back yet. They're not even going to have a running back here. Empty backfield, uh, kind of a wide snap. Morgan Smith loading up, and it's going to be caught down the middle of the field to the 30, 25, 20, minute men in pursuit. And they're going to get there. No, they're not. A diving touchdown on the far pylon. It was Nate Fair. Once we said, we said it, it's been big play after big play. Within the tackles, they're doing great. When they let, the coverage just gets blown, that's three big plays. That's how they're getting their points. 78-yard touchdown from Morgan Smith to Nate Fair, who coincidentally is listed as a 13th-year senior. <laughs> that's what it says. It says, uh, it says year 13. <laughs> That's a heck of a typo there. Uh, so he's been in high school for five years, according to their <laughs> roster. So now West Holmes with their first lead of the night, 20-14, to 14, waiting for the extra point attempt here by Pringle. 8-14 to go in the second quarter. And as many points as there have been tonight, this game is moving infinitely faster than last week's game. A little bit of a high snap on the extra point snap, but the hold is down by Maltrich, and the kick by Pringle is good. 21-14, 8-14 to go, second quarter. West Holmes with their first lead of the night. We'll see if the Minutemen can answer on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. 
My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogel, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. 21-14, West Holmes with their first lead of the night here at Knight Stadium. 0-0 with nine minutes to go in the second quarter at Mansfield Senior. The Arrows keeping that thing a low-scoring game. Mount Vernon with a 6-0 lead over Worcester in the second quarter. Not sure we saw that coming. <laughs> Ontario up 7-0 over Pleasant in the second quarter. Still no score coming in from Madison between the Quakers and the Rams. So Pringle has it up on the tee. He's been squibbing it all night. No exception here. Gage Powell's going to let this one roll by. Cooper Dreibelbiss will pick it up, and he'll run it and get just whacked <laughs> at the 27-yard line. And that got the crowd fired up. Elijah Williams-Dixon with a big hit. First and 10-minute men, they'll take over at their own 27. So the first time tonight they've trailed, and see how they can respond here. Not unfamiliar territory by any means. They've trailed really in every win this year they've trailed. And then, of course, the games they've lost they've trailed. But <laughs> the Minutemen have literally trailed in every single game at some point this year. And in three of those games, they managed to keep their composure and Get the lead back and go on to win it. So certainly not unfamiliar territory here for the Minutemen. They'll start this drive at their own 27. Two wide receivers left, one to the right in the pistol. They'll give Mason Green with his first touch of the night. He's going to go up the middle, and he's going to break it down the far sideline, 45-40. It's a foot race, 30, and Moltrich is going to catch him down at the 17. Just what the doctor ordered there. Great run. He kind of peeked back at the end because he felt some guys breathing down his neck, but great play on first down, Minutemen in business. So the first carry of the night for Mason Green goes for 53 yards and a first down Minutemen, excuse me, 56 yards. And they're back in that State Farm red zone brought to you by Gary Fagan. Minutemen at the 17, first and 10, they'll give it. Mason Green again off the right side this time, and he might lose a yard. And it'll set up a second and 11. Yeah, he gained one. How about Mason Green with that little Whew. burst to get out of there? He was. <laughs> Derek was right there. He did gain a yard, so second and nine yeah. coming up. I'd like to see a little play action here. I've been pounding the ball. It would be nice to get a little play action pass. Well, and last time they got down near the red zone, they, well, a couple times ago, I should say, they threw a nice pass to Seven Allen in the end zone. Second and nine from the 16. Caught Ellen the pistol. Three wide receivers. He takes... He's going to throw. He's got a man. It's Fogel. Wide open. Far sideline. Ten jukes. He's to the five, and he gets down inside the five. First and goal. Minutemen coming up. And a nice gain there. Braden Fogel putting on the moves. A 12-yard catch and run. And a great juke by Fogel. Yeah, Minutemen need to punch it in here to keep, keep pace. First and goal from the four. They send in the big bodies. They're going to go into the power eye. They'll send the one wide receiver, Fogel, off to the right by himself. Caudell up under center. Mason Green is the tailback, and they will give it to Mason off the left side. He runs right into the pile, and he's down near the two, and that's where they'll mark him, a gain of two. 
I mean, definitely your four-down territory yep. here. You can't kick a field goal. Absolutely, especially being at the two. And they'll stick with the almost like a goal line line up here. All the big bodies in there. Cole Eichhorn, Cooper Dreibelbiss up there in the fullback position. Power eye again. Second and goal from the two. Caudell up under center. He's going to give again. Mason Green dancing, dancing, pushing. And I think he's going to get to the one. And they're going to say he was down at the one. So a gain of one, and it sets up a third and goal from the one. You got to think Joey Caudell time here. I hope so. This has been the drive of Mason Green so far. He's picked up. Well, let's see here, 57, 60 yards on the ground just by himself. He didn't touch the ball yet until this drive, and now Mason with 60 yards on the ground. Third and goal from the one, power eye again, caught up under center. He's going to push and push and spin, and Fogle thinks he got in, and the referee says he did get in. Caught L with his second touchdown of the night from one yard out, and the Minutemen an extra point away from tying it back up. Great drive, great answer. Big plays, big plays abundant on both sides of the ball. But, yeah, definitely a good answer there. And Joey now with 28 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. Minutemen. Having trouble getting the uh, extra point team out there. They do get on the field and get the snap off. Caudell gets it down, and Oof. Will Perkins punches it through. Minutemen tie it back up. 5.21 to go in the second quarter. 21 all here on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Minuteman with 110 rushing yards and two touchdowns on the ground tonight. Doing things far differently than West Holmes, who is racking up the passing yardage tonight. They've got 213 yards Ooh. through the air, so it's definitely Lexington rushing attack versus the West Holmes air attack. And so far, neither team has an advantage. 21-21, 5-21 to go, second quarter. Will Perkins has it teed up at the 40 on the opposite side of the field. He's going to run up, and he's going to boot it deep, and another touchback for Will Perkins. West Holmes hasn't gotten to return a kick yet tonight. Definitely a weapon. West Holmes, again, will take over at their own 20-yard line. And if the Minutemen can just get a rally and stop them here before halftime, that'd be big because the way West Holmes, I mean, they could strike here well, for two they more the, touchdowns. And they get the ball coming out, They too. get the ball coming out of the halftime yeah. break. Lexington won the toss and chose to receive. First and 10, West Holmes at their own 20. Two wide receivers on each side. Morgan Smith sends a man in motion. It's Maltrich. He fakes a give to him. Smith up the middle, nice and he's hit hard. 
And Cooper Dreibelbiss in there with a great tackle and a gain of one or two, but he popped Smith there. Joe Caudell holding his back a little bit. Maybe something to watch. Well, and he also has those two goal line carries for touchdowns, so maybe took a shot on one of those. Second and oh. eight, a low snap. Morgan's, oh, it's Maltrich. He's going to have to run it off the right side. He's got room. The Minutemen are going to get him, but he gets the first down, a gain of nine out to the 31. And Maltrich fumbled the snap there. It was a wildcat look. And he was able to pick it up. The Minutemen were there, and they just couldn't get his shoestring. And it wasn't until he got into the secondary that I think it was Dreibelbiss came over there and made the tackle. Yeah, he definitely has some wheels. Kick and run. First and 10, West Holmes at their own 31. Two wide to the left, two wide to the right. Smith into the shotgun this time. Sends a man in motion, and he'll keep it, though. Smith up the middle, and he's got room to run, and in, thankfully he slipped and fell on his own at the 44 because he was coming near side, and he may have been gone. Yeah, the blocker in front of him. Turf monster kind of got him, so that's twice we've seen quarterbacks fall on the slick field a little bit. So a first and 10 now, West Holmes at their own 45-yard line after a 14-yard run there by Morgan Smith. He's going to have two wide receivers left and two wide receivers off to the right. One running back in there for the Knights. He's going to be on the left hip of Morgan. That's Zach Schepler, Morgan Smith. First and 10, takes the shotgun snap, rolls left, throws left. Got a man, it's Maltrich, and he's tackled out in the open field. Good tackle there, and I think that was Dontrell Hughes over there who got a hold of him, and then a couple minute men came to help. They'll pick up three, but that could have been worse. Good job there by Dontrell. Yeah, kind of settled down, kind of broke down and made a great open field tackle. Second and seven, West Holmes out to their own 48 now. Clock is rolling, 3.15 to go second quarter. Tied at 21. Smith in the shotgun. Two wide receivers off to the right, two to the left. Shepler in there again as the back on the left hip of Smith. Morgan Smith waits. Now he sends Zollers in motion. And now he takes the snap. Smith back to pass. He's looking down the left sideline. He's got a man down there, and it is caught. A diving grab by Lynn Klein down at the 16. Unbelievable. Hughes was all over him. How did he catch that? Big plays. Big plays again. He kind of double pumped too. They got to get some pressure on him. He's kind of just standing back there and just surveying. So that'll be a 36-yard throw and catch from Smith to Klein, and they're quickly up there at the 16 in the red zone. First and 10. Smith, two 25 to go, second quarter. They're trying not to give the Minutemen the ball back oh, yeah. here. They're, They're running the clock. clock. They may take a timeout. And we'll see. Two wide receivers off to the right, and they yep. will take a timeout. 2.14 hmm. to go. I think they're just trying to run some clock here. Yep. Because if they can get the lead, they get the ball to start the second half. This could be uh, a few dangerous moments coming up for the Minutemen defense. Got to get a stop. It's going to be first and 10 at the 16 when they come out of the timeout. 21-21, 2.14 to go, second quarter here at Knight Stadium. 
On a beautiful night for football, the last Friday of the month of September. And we're already in week seven. I mean, you've already said it. Defenses are not stopping anybody tonight, so West Holmes is going to run a little clock because they don't want to give any time. Yep. Lex has got all three timeouts left. And that was the first timeout used by either team there. So West Holmes with two left. We're out of the timeout now. They'll send Maltrich by himself to the right. Two wide receivers off to the, excuse me, two wide receivers right. Maltrich goes off to the left. Smith in the shotgun takes. He hands off for the first time tonight. Shepler's going to get the carry, and he's going to push the pile, and he's actually going to get a couple. Yeah, he'll get three, I think. So Shepler with his first carry of the night. And that will start the clock up for the Knights, who really now the clock is not a factor for them. 1.45 to go, but they've got it now at the 13-yard line. Smith will go back into the shotgun, two wide to the right, one to the left. He's going to QB keep it. Smith up the middle, and he's going to go Untouched. walking into the end zone from 18 yards out. They left us too much time, minute 34. Yeah, you might be right about that, Derek. That might be the one good thing there is they did leave us plenty of time and three timeouts. The Minutemen have to find an answer here. It's the big plays. I know we sound like a broken record, but it's been four big plays to get them down. Well, and the scoring flipped on that blocked field goal yep. where West Holmes was able to take their first lead of the night, and now they've just been trading back and forth. Extra point by Pringle, and he just snuck it Ooh. in the left upright. That thing almost hit the goal post. 28-21. 1.34 to go. Second quarter. We'll take a quick break on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Still no score at Arlen Field between the Arrows and the Tigers, and that thing's nearing halftime. Mount Vernon leading Worcester right now, 13-7 in the second quarter, and New Philly with a slim lead at Madison, 6-0. And then here at Knight Stadium, it's West Holmes 28, Lex 21. Ontario up 14-0 over Pleasant. Shelby tied with River Valley, 7-7. Galleon up on Highland 13-7, and Clear Fork, who we need to win, trailing right now to Marion Harding 7-0 in the second quarter. Come on, Colts. Pringle runs up. He'll actually kick it deep for the first time. Dribblebus is going to take it, though, the up man from the 20. He's going to run it near side, 30, and out to the 33, Cooper Dribblebus. He'll take it 13 yards to the near hash. And the Minutemen will have it first and 10 with a minute 27 to go at their own 34-yard line. All three timeouts. And they come off the sideline, first and 10. They're going to come out in the pistol, two wide to the right. 
Fogle by himself to the left. They are going to hand off on first down. Markel Martin has no room to run there. He may have even lost a yard. Minutemen trying to get this clock rolling, but West Holmes going to take a timeout. And they'll say no gain. And if you're West Holmes, you could theoretically get the ball back here with about you know, probably 30 seconds left. Actually, Lex called that timeout. Interesting. So Lex using their first timeout of the half. That's kind of interesting because if you yeah. don't get a first down here, you're going to give the ball back to West Holmes with actually quite a bit of time left. Huh. Well, maybe there, too, they were hoping for some running room. Maybe they thought West Holmes was going to kind of sit back and just not give up a big play. But Elijah Williams-Dixon does not play offense, but he's made a difference defensively so far tonight. So out of the timeout, Lex second and 10 now at their own 34. 119 to go, second quarter. West Holmes with the lead, 28-21. Caudell back into the pistol. Three wide receivers off to the right. One wide receiver left. Caudell going to roll out and throw on second down. And Williams-Dixon was all over him before yep. he even had a chance to look up the field. And Joey just kind of had to throw that thing into the ground. And now all of a sudden it's third and ten. The Minutemen haven't taken any clock off here. West Holmes may get the ball back with some some time. That's the worst thing that can happen because we already said it. They get the ball yeah. coming out. You cannot go down multiple scores before halftime. Third and ten. Minutemen at their own 34. Each team with two timeouts left. A minute 15 to go. Second quarter. Caudell back into the pistol again. Three wide to the right. One to the left. Joey takes the snap, back to pass. He's going to step up, throw it short to Markel Martin, who slipped down at the 36 and incomplete. And now the Minutemen are going to have to try to punt this thing away. I mean, there again, West Holmes only rushed three. So you got to figure he probably could have tucked and maybe ran a little bit, but... That probably Possible. wasn't designed, but, yeah, they're only rushing three. So now Markel Martin stands back at his own 21 to take this punt snap. West Holmes has two returners back. It's Zollers and Maltrich. Pretty good snap, and Markel with a high spiraling kick, and it's going to come almost all the, all the way over here into the stands. <laughs> we'll see where they mark this one out. This is going to be a tough spot yeah, for the referee. About the 50. And they'll mark it at the 46, Oof. which I actually think is generous. Yeah, I thought it was going to be at least at the 50, if not the other side of the 50. I'm not exaggerating. That thing almost came into the bleachers <laughs> over here. It was a nice spiral. just wasn't straight. So that's going to be a – Defense is going to have to do something they haven't done all night to stop yep. them. 20-yard punt by Mark Hale there. West Holmes, first and 10 at their own 46. They're going to go empty backfield. Morgan Smith in the shotgun. 104 to go in the half. Smith going to run, and the Minutemen are going to get there, and Markel Martin's going to get him. Nice. And then Aiden Nickel is going to come in there and make sure the play – no, it was Matt Sheets is going to come in there and put the play away. They're going quick. Second and 10, a no-gainer there. Actually lost one. Smith back into the shotgun again. He's back to pass. 
He's looking. He's got all the time in the world. Now he's going to roll left. Now he's going to be pressured, and Markel Martin's going to get him and sack him. Back at the 36. Big play. Very big play. He had all day back there. Defensive backs, that was a coverage sack, 100%. And now, West Holmes, they're going to get up to the line quickly here. 20 seconds left. Smith in the shotgun, empty backfield, takes it. He's back, throwing short. He's got a man, far sideline, dancing around, out to the 45 and out to about the 48. It's going to be a yeah. gain of 11 over on the far sideline, and that was Brock Galleon. <sighs> they called timeout. <laughs> so West Holmes called a timeout with one second left. Oh, Thought we were going to get out of here. So it doesn't really matter now yeah. how many timeouts are left. That was only the second used timeout by West Holmes, but this will be the last play regardless. One, now they're going to put another second. Yeah, they'll the put clock. two up there. Two seconds left in the half. West Holmes has it at the 48. I'd find number 10. <laughs> yeah, well, and Lexington putting their prevent defense team in there. Defensive backs all over the place. Morgan Smith out of the timeout is already lined up empty backfield. We're going to have five wide here. From the 48, last play of the half. And now a timeout, <laughs> Lex. Just make sure everything gets set. Can't take them with you. 28-21, West Holmes up seven. Two seconds left in the half here, and West Holmes trying to draw up a last play. Miracle. Uh, Mount Vernon has... Extended their lead at Worcester, 21 to seven. The Yellow Jackets wow. over the Generals right now. Ashland and Mansfield Senior at halftime are scoreless. Well, we kind of talked about Ashland's defense. are giving up the least amount of points in the OCC, but man, what we saw from Mansfield last week offensively. And New Philly at Ramfield in Madison with a six nothing lead. River Valley with a 14-7 lead over Shelby. Did not see that one coming. Ontario looks to stay unbeaten. They're, they're up 21-0 over Pleasant. We need Clear Fork to win. They're not doing that tonight. It's 14-0. They're trailing Harding at halftime. Two seconds left. Morgan Smith in the shotgun. Four wide receivers out there. Shepler the back on his left hip. Last play of the half. Smith back to pass. Minute men. It's going to be a screen play to Maltrich. He's got room to Gosh. run 40. He's coming near side, 35. Minutemen all around him, but they can't get him down. He's to the 20, and he's Are going to break it down me? the far sideline. Touchdown, West Holmes. And Lexington seems to think he was out of bounds on the far sideline. The referee on the far sideline was nowhere near the play. Are you joking me? And that's how the half will end. I think I said fine 10. <laughs> Uh, that's a backbreaker. Down two scores. They get the ball coming out. Well, and there were Minutemen just kind of Everywhere. all around him, but Maltrich was just kind of escorted down the field, just people everywhere. I mean, it was a perfect setup, perfect play call. Yeah, that's, that's not good. 
So the extra point by Pringle is up and good. 35-21, that's how the half ends. That is. And look at West Holmes there, definitely pumped. Why not? They're up 14, homecoming. They get the ball coming out. I'd be excited too. Well, we'll head to halftime. Minutemen down 35-21. When we come back, we'll get you scores from all around North Central Ohio, and we'll get you updated halftime stats as well. As unfortunately, the Minutemen give up a big play to end the half. A 52-yard touchdown from Smith to Maltrich. It's 35-21 on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football. Fear the... Halftime here at Knight Stadium, where it is West Holmes 35 and Lexington 
21. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier back here with you on the BP Electric Halftime Show. And we'll start the halftime show with stats from the first half. The Minutemen, Joey Caudell through the air, 7 for 12, 92 yards and a beautiful touchdown pass, 22 yards to 7 Allen. Uh, on the ground, the Minutemen, 19 carries, 110 yards and two touchdowns. They do have one sack tonight. It was uh, Markel Martin getting in there. Will Perkins, 3 for 3 on extra points. West Holmes through the air. Morgan Smith, 8 for 11, 252 yards, three touchdowns, averaging 23 yards per pass play. Uh, it Rushing the ball for the West Holmes Knights tonight, 12 carries, 131 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. So they've kind of gotten the job done both ways. And total offense for the Knights of 383 yards in the first half. Minutemen um, only with, I'm doing quick math here, 163 yards. So almost a 200-yard difference uh, between West Holmes and Lex in the first half there. Pringle, 5-for-5 on extra points. So tale of uh, two quarters really there in the the first half. The Minutemen... Kind of dominated the first quarter. They had the lead throughout. West Holmes didn't have their first lead until the second quarter, and then they just dominated. Lex had a blocked field goal uh, with the score 14-14, and then West Holmes scored to take their first lead, and then they kind of traded points, and then West Holmes ended with two straight touchdowns to end the half, and that's how they got the 35-14 lead. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have full scores from around North Central Ohio. A couple of interesting ones, a couple of shocking ones, quite honestly, around the OCC. We'll get you those in just a minute when we come back on the BP Electric Halftime Show here at West Holmes, where it's the Knights 35, the Minutemen 21 on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help 
actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, Fear the Village. Back here at Knight Stadium, where it is 35-21, West Holmes on top at halftime. BP Electric Halftime Show brought to you by BP Electric. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Corey Durbin back here with you. Scores from around North Central Ohio at halftime at Arlen Field. Not sure... Any of us saw this coming. It's 0-0 between the Arrows and the Tigers over at Arlen Field. Another score that's kind of a head-scratcher at Worcester over at Follis Field tonight. Mount Vernon at halftime leads Worcester 21-7. And then uh, in the second quarter, it's New Philly 6 and Madison nothing. So I'm really not sure any of these scores Uh, We're expected tonight in the OCC, not a single one of them. Uh, So I'm kind of sitting here scratching my head, as as I'm sure most of you are. Over in the MOAC, things are going a little more as planned in that conference tonight. Ontario trying to stay unbeaten and move to 7-0, and they're doing a good job of attempting to do that. They're up 21-0 at halftime over Pleasant. Uh, Team we need to win, Clear Fork is trailing at halftime 14-0 to Marion Harding. Galleon has come back to take the lead in the second quarter over Highland, 20-14. And River Valley leading Shelby right now, 14-7. River Valley taking a big step back this year in the MOAC, and I'm not sure uh, anybody saw that coming tonight. River Valley with a a lead, and they've had that lead for quite a while out there at Shelby. River Valley right now 2-4 in the conference, uh, or 2-4 overall, 1-2 in the conference. Shelby 5-1, and 3-0. and oh. So on paper, River Valley has no business even being in that game, much less leading. Uh, and that game is being played down at River Valley. In the Northern 10, Winford, they are all over Buckeye Central right now at halftime, 38 to nothing. So Winford trying to get back in the mix there in the Northern 10. It is Colonel Crawford. 28, Upper Sandusky 6. Crawford coming off their first loss of the year last week, and they're taking it out on Upper Sandusky. It is Seneca East 38, Bucyrus nothing. So that game's going to be a running clock for the rest of the game, uh, at least after halftime. And then Carey, who is now at the top of the Northern 10 with an undefeated record in conference. They control their own destiny. They could win the Northern 10 outright if they don't lose another game. And they're only up 7 to nothing over Mohawk in the second quarter. In the Firelands Conference, it's Mapleton 37, South Central 6 at halftime. Fort Loramie is hosting Norwalk St. Paul tonight. And Fort Loramie, Coach Hammy's old stomping grounds. Coach Hammy, hello. Hope you're having fun down, at, uh, down in Kentucky at Lake Cumberland. Uh, but anyway, the Redskins lead the Flyers 14 to 6. Also at halftime in the Firelands Conference, uh, Monroeville with a slim lead over Western Reserve, 23-22. Western coming off their first loss of the year, and looks like they're kind of licking their wounds a little bit. The Eagles with the lead over the Rough Riders, and then Crestview with a 36-7 lead over Plymouth. And the KMAC, Northmore with a 17-0 lead at halftime over East Knox. Centerburg, a 7-3 lead over Mount Gilead at halftime. 
Fredericktown hosting Loudonville tonight. The Freddies with a 14-7 lead there. And Danville looking to continue their run of things in the K-Mac. They're up 48-14 over Cardington. Danville 6-0 this year. And it looks like they're going to be 7-0. A couple of other scores for you around the area tonight. Uh, Waynesfield-Goshen. 12, Marion Elgin 8, Elgin undefeated tonight, one of the better scoring small schools in the area, but they're trailing for the first time this year, I believe, to Waynesfield-Goshen. That's a great game, and that is out in uh, Waynesfield-Goshen. Canton South up 28-7 over Triway. Willard trailing Hopewell-Loudon 32-26 at halftime. Sandusky all over Norwalk at half, 34-9. Upper Scioto Valley in the second quarter leads Crestline 60 to nothing. It is Hillsdale 26, Smithville 7, Ridgedale 27, North Baltimore 9, and Lucas leads Lima Central Catholic 27 to 6. Here at West Holmes Knight Stadium, it is West Holmes 35 and Lexington 21. And it is homecoming, so halftime tonight will be just a smidge longer than usual. We've got about eight minutes left, plus they add the three minutes on for the players to warm up. So we've still got about 11 minutes to go until second half action. The uh, Knights marching band is on the field. Band of Gold standing down in the end zone waiting for their turn. And the BP Electric halftime show will continue when we come back. Uh, here at Knight Stadium, where it is 35-21, West Holmes on top on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, Fear the FearTheVillage.com, as we're having a just a tiny little technical difficulty this year on those return liners as we come back from the commercial breaks. Corey Durbin with you. FearTheVillage.com, BP Electric Halftime Show, West Holmes band still on the field. <laughs> I don't I don't remember a band staying on the field this long. Lexington's band's not going to have time to finish up tonight. Uh, something to note here at West Holmes for the halftime shows, just a little side note. It's interesting because this is one place, one, one team that still does the uh, fire baton twirlers. You don't see that a whole lot anymore. In fact, I think they're the only team on Lexington's schedule who has a band and, and a cheerleading squad that does that, um, the baton fire twirlers. Um, so I just always find that fascinating because you just don't see it anymore. And there's got to be something that, you know, any normal person would be scared of doing. But those cheerleaders uh, – they do it anyway. So I just always think that's interesting here at West Holmes. You don't see that anywhere any, anymore. Uh, a couple of college scores will get you. We might as well while we wait on the bands to wrap up. And now West Holmes football team is taking the field, and Lexington's band hasn't even gotten on the field yet. Uh, but anyway, Brennan Armstrong, Shelby native, tonight at NC State. They're hosting Louisville. And the Wolfpack have a 7 to nothing lead. It's almost at halftime. Uh, Princeton, gotta love an old Ivy League matchup. Princeton hosting Columbia tonight, and wouldn't you know it, it's a barn burner as expected. Princeton with a three to nothing lead at halftime over Columbia. A couple of games late tonight that I'm gonna rush home to uh, to watch. Cincinnati travels out to Provo to take on BYU at 10:15. Utah is gonna go to Oregon State tonight. That's a 19 versus a 10 matchup. That'll be a great game tonight. And Louisiana Tech goes to UTEP. So some actually really good Friday night college ball tonight. And with that, we will take our final break of the BP Electric Halftime Show as West Holmes still on the field. Derek, am I wrong? Did Lexington get to perform yet? Yeah, they performed. Okay. Yeah, first. Well, then I apologize. I didn't see him go out there. I thought they'd been waiting this whole time. No. Anyway, my mistake. West Holmes already out on the field warming up. Lexington still in the locker room, but we've still got just under five minutes to go until second half kickoff. It's 
28-21. West Holmes in the lead here at Knight Stadium on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football. Fear the... Back here at Knight Stadium, where we are just about set for second half action. Just over a minute to go until Lexington will kick the ball off. To start the second half, it is West Holmes 35, Lexington 21. And Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. Derek, keys to getting back into this game. I think you got to get a stop. One stop. I mean, yeah, that was a backbreaker. You know, two seconds left, they hit a, a screenplay to probably their best offensive player. That was the first time he's kind of got loose. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of keep him kind of like we did last last week with senior highs, you know, top wide out. I think you just got to start and just play one play at a time. I think you just get off the field here, get the ball back, go down and score. 
Because if you get down three scores, it's going to be really tough to come all the way back. Lex is, you know, they're a run first, pass second type team. And to get back in games, they're going to have to abandon the run, you know, and go pass exclusively. So <clears throat> I think it starts on the defensive side. they got to stop them and get the ball back, go down there, and just take one drive at a time. So We'll see if they can do that early here. Will Perkins will get set to kick this thing deep to start the second half. West Holmes already down there, and they are lined up to receive the second half kickoff. Will Perkins tonight has been great kicking the ball off through the end zone most of the night. Even one that he kicked short, Logan Zollers caught it, but then as he kind of backtracked to catch it, his foot hit the goal line, and that's a touchback. So very good job tonight on kickoffs by Will Perkins. And it's a little thing to be able to kick a touchback normally when you watch football, especially on TV. But when you're watching high school football, it's, it's a pretty big deal. If you've got a kicker that can kick touchbacks, especially against a team like West Holmes, who is just explosive in every phase of the game, if you can eliminate one phase of the game by not letting them return anything, then that helps. And we'll see if Will can do it again here to start the second half. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Will boots it deep, but Zollers is going to have a chance for the first time tonight from the 5 to the 10 to the 15 to the 20, down the far sideline and over the 25 and out to about the 28-yard line, and that's where West Holmes will set up to start the second half with a 14-point lead. Morgan Smith will lead them out. And Maltrich is the name we kind of knew coming in tonight, but really West Holmes has hurt the Minutemen with all kinds of different players. Basically everyone that stepped on the field tonight on offense for West Holmes at the skill position, they've all got touches and they've all got big plays it seems. First and 10, Morgan Smith going to start the half in the pistol, and now he moves Shepler up to his right hip. Three wide receivers out there, and Smith is going to run on first down, and he's not going to get much. He'll get... Maybe a yard. I mean, already a different look for West Holmes coming out and running the ball on first down. Well, with a 14-point lead, they might start to yep. try to eat the clock up a little bit, although they're up and ready to go already. Second and nine, Smith takes the snap. He's going to throw. Mm. He's hit hard as he throws, and it's incomplete. And Morgan shot. Smith is on the ground. That was a huge hit by David Biggers in there. Smith kind of writhed around for a second, but he got up, and now he's maybe going to lay back down again. Man, he's doubling over. What a hit by David Biggers. I mean, it was a clean hit. It was not late by any nope. means. but Beautiful play there. Hit. Maybe that will make him think about some things here. Third and nine. Smith in the shotgun. Two wide to the left, two to the right. He'll send Maltrich in motion. They'll fake a give to him. Now they're going to throw. It's a screen play, far sideline, and the Minutemen are going to have it bottled up, and short. they're going to stop West Holmes short of the first down by about three yards. They'll set up a uh, fourth and three after a gain of six. I think West Holmes is going to go for it. Oh, no, they're punting. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, well, we got what we needed. 
Who was that on the catch, by the way? I didn't see it over there. I'm not sure. Now we'll give it to Zollers. I think it might have been him over there for a gain of six. And that'll set up a fourth and three at the 35. So West Holmes will punt tonight for the second time, I believe. The first time they tried to punt, it was a bad snap through the legs of Maltrich, and the Minutemen got him at the one-yard line. Maybe another bad one here. Nope, it's a good oh, snap, and they're going to fake it. Maltrich runs off the left side. He's got room. He's going to be tackled, but not before he barely got the first down. He got it by a yard or two. I almost, uh, yeah, I almost said it before. <laughs> Does not surprise me. It'll be a gain of five. And a new set of downs for West Holmes. They'll send Morgan Smith back out there. First and 10 at their own 40. First drive of the second half. West Holmes up 14. Smith in the shotgun. Two wide to the right, one to the left. It's a designed run off the left side. And he's going to be hit. And he's going to be drugged down. Good play there. And that was Boozer over there. And a no gain. Yeah, good push by the Lexington front to get in there. They'll go one wide receiver off to the left, two to the right, back up to the line in a hurry, second and 10 from the 40. Morgan Smith, Minutemen showing a blitz here. They're going to blitz, and Smith going to get it out of there. He's got a man. It's the tight end out to the 50, and a first down. First time tonight, Jack Marmot gets a catch, the 6'4", 235 senior tight end, and a gain of 10. Shook up a little bit on that play. Looks like he kind of lost his breath. West Holmes at midfield now, 9.30 to go, third quarter. 35-21, West Holmes lead. Morgan Smith in the shotgun at the 50, first and 10. He's going to run it again on first down, and the Minutemen will get him at the 48-yard line, a gain of two. So West Holmes has run the ball on first down all three times so far to start the second half. Yeah, clock's ticking, almost under nine minutes already. And we kind of set it in the open. They're going to kind of take the air out of the ball. Smith in the shotgun, two wide to the left, one to the right. It's second and eight from the 48. He takes the snap, and it's a high snap, and it's going to get loose. And the minute men are back there, and Smith's going to jump on it. Boozer was there. And Smith, man, you see that in football a lot where they, they can't pick it up, but Smith did a good job of just diving right on it. And that thing, man, if the Minutemen could have got on that thing, this game would be a different ball game right now. It's going to be a huge loss, though, a loss of 17. Boozer kind of pushed him onto the ball, kind of going fighting for himself. But, yeah, big opportunity here, third and forever. Three wide receivers left, one to the right, third and 25, all the way back at the 35. Smith, wiping his hands off, takes the snap. He's back, looking left. Another screen play to the receiver out on the edge, and he slips for no gain. That was Lynn Klein, and they'll give him – no, they will give him two, and it'll set up a fourth and 23, so a big break there for the Minutemen. They get the stop they needed, and now they desperately need a score. Basically, the, where the ball is planted right now is where they had it before when they ran the fake. The difference is it's fourth and 24, <laughs> not fourth and three. So Maltrich, and now they got to have another punt snap here cleanly. And it is a clean one. Maltrich with a knuckleball punt. That thing's going to bounce and roll, and the Minutemen are going to let it bounce to the 31. And okay. 
Decent field position for the Minutemen who desperately have to score on this drive. You yep. can't you can't just keep depending on your defense to get stops. It's great that they did, but now you got to score and get back in this game. And they'll start. They're actually going to mark it at the 30. First and 10, Minutemen coming out of the huddle here. On the near sideline, this will be the first time they've had the ball in this half. Trailing 35-21, 7.30 to go, third quarter. Caudell going to line up with trips over here to the left. One wide receiver off to the right in the pistol from the 30. First and 10, Caudell's going to run it off the left side. He's got a little room and lowers his shoulder out to the 35, a gain of five on first down. And it'll set up a second and five. That's kind of where the Minutemen lived in the first half. Short second downs, short third downs. They were able to move the ball effectively. Really, there wasn't much wrong with the Lex offense in the first half. They just had a hard time getting a stop defensively. Second and five from the 35. Caudell brings him out in the pistol. Fogel off to the left. Three wide receivers spread out on the right. Caudell takes the snap. He throws on second down, and it's caught by Seven Allen, who slipped and caught it. And a gain of four. It'll set up a third and one out at the 39. Got to convert here. Third and one, and Derek's right. Got to get it here, and this might be Joey Caudell time. We'll see what they do. They didn't send in the jumbo package. Third and one from the 39. Minutemen break the huddle. They'll send Wilson, Hughes, and Allen off to the left. Fogel by himself to the right. Caudell's going to be in the pistol. Big third and one here. Caudell takes, and he's going to run it off the right side. Caudell's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Fourth and one coming up. I think we kind of outthought ourselves there. I'd like to see Joe just get under center. They got to go here. I mean, wow. It's a big call. Big call. So they will go for it. And we're already under six minutes to go here in the third quarter. This third quarter moving much faster than the first two quarters. Minutemen send three wide receivers to the left. Fogel by himself to the right. It is fourth and one from the 39. Caudell looks over for potentially a new play here. Six on the play clock. And the Minutemen may have to burn a timeout here. And they will burn a timeout. 5.23 to go, third quarter. 35-21, Minutemen have a tough decision here on fourth and one. We'll take a quick break and see what they do when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Out of the timeout, the Minutemen elect a punt. Markel Martin's going to take a high snap, and now he's going to throw, and he's got a man in! It's incomplete. Keegan West got hit at the 50 by Maltrich and couldn't bring it in. And that was, I don't think it was designed. No. Maybe. That was a heads-up play by Markel, though. Markel took a high snap. He got out of there with it, tried to throw it to Keegan West, who got hit at the 50, and now he's down. 
And the Minutemen will turn it over on downs in their own territory at the 39. And West on the ground now with coaches out looking at him. Maltrich with the hit there. 35-21, 5-16 to go third quarter. When we come back, it'll be West Holmes' ball with a short field on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Keegan West still down at the 50. He is moving. Man, that was a heads-up play by Markel Martin there. He took a high snap Absolutely. on the punt. He tried to run it out of there because it was going to get blocked if he tried to punt it. So he tried to run, and then Keegan West with a heads-up play looked back for the ball, and Markel got it to him. I mean, Markel's the backup quarterback. He's lefty. I mean, he threw a good ball. Just a heads-up play by West Holmes to make sure to cover. So Keegan West did just sit up, and now he's going to get up. Maybe just got the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, I'm not was sure. A big, that was a big hit. We've got to lean down the defense to gotta, hold yep, them to Got to string together attempt. another yeah. stop. It is first and ten. West Holmes at the Lex 39, 35-21. West Holmes lead, 5-16 to go, third quarter. They'll send Maltrich in motion, and they'll flip it to him. And a little end around. He's going to get it down to the 31, a gain of eight on first down. You can definitely see why he's going to play at the next level. Good speed, good size. Ashland has just taken a 6 to nothing lead at Arlen Field over Mansfield Senior. They missed the extra point, though. Third quarter there at Arlen Field. Maltrich comes in motion again. They'll fake it to him this time. Morgan Smith's got room to run off the left side, 15, 10. And he's going to break a tackle and get down to the 5 and get into the end zone. A 31-yard touchdown run by Morgan Smith, and that may have been the uh, backbreaker tonight for the Minutemen. Yeah, they were in position, just missed tackles. I mean, 41-21. And that makes 21, well, answered. potentially here, 21 unanswered points for West Holmes is Alex Pringle who is five for five tonight on extra points, comes on to attempt his sixth. Snap is back. It's a good one. The hold is a good one, and the kick is right down the middle. 4.36 to go third quarter. Lex trailing 42-21 here at West Holmes on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogel, and you're listening to Minimum Football on fearthevillage.com. 
4.36 to go in the third quarter. It is West Holmes 42, Lexington 21. West Holmes with three unanswered touchdowns now to take this lead of 21 points. And Alex Pringle will put it on the tee at the 40. Down off to our left. Braden Fogle and Seven Allen will return. They're standing back in between the 10 and 15-yard line. Spread out. Pringle squibs it, and Gage Powell is going to fall on it at the 35. And it is just insane how much the momentum has shifted. <laughs> I mean, you can hear a pin drop on this oh, side yeah. of the field, and over on the far side, it's become a little bit of a party. Ever since the block field goal, that's when the momentum mm -hmm. definitely shifted. And like you said, they got on the positive side of the scoring back and forth. So the Minutemen come out here. First and 10 at their own 35. They've got two wide receivers off to the left, two to the right, and the pistol. Caudell's going to have to throw on first down. And he does, and he's got a man, and it's Fogel on the far sideline, but he had to kind of slide to catch it. And as he went down to slide, he... Dropped it, incomplete. We kind of talked off air. There's plenty of time left in the game, but just Lexington has not found a way to slow down mm -hmm. West Holmes at all. Second and 10 from the 35. Caught L in the pistol. Three left this time, one to the right. He's going to throw. He's going to wind up and chuck it all the way down the far sideline. He's got Fogle, and he just missed him. I mean, he just missed him down the far sideline. Incomplete. And it's going to be third and 10 now. And something that Derek and I talked about at halftime is, you know, if the deficit got big enough, the Minutemen would kind of have to start throwing and, the only problem with that is if you start throwing incomplete passes, there's no time running off the clock, and then West Holmes is going to keep getting the ball back, and this game could be extended here. I mean, there's still a lot of points out there, it seems, for both teams. I don't think this score is going to end anywhere near what it is now. Third and ten, Caudell in the pistol with four wide. He's going to roll left. He's going to throw left. He's got seven Allen, and he's going to get maybe four. And it's fourth and six. Yeah, I'd like to see the pattern at least get to the down marker. That was a little bit short. Maybe they thought they could get him in space and kind of they're going for it again. Yeah, they pretty much have to now. I mean, even here in the third quarter, normally you wouldn't go for it, but West Holmes has only been forced to punt twice tonight, and – Right now, you can't rely on your defense here, especially down three touchdowns. you got to score. Minute men broke the huddle with 10 guys. They can't send anyone on the field here, and they're going to have to play this down with 10 guys. Caudell, he's going to roll to the right, and he's going to get sacked back at the 35 West Holmes ball. Yeah, I would have probably taken a timeout there. That's just me being a armchair court or an armchair coach over here, but that play had no chance. 
So a turnover on downs will put West Holmes at the Lex 36 with a three touchdown lead, 42-21. Ashland still with a six nothing lead at Mansfield. First and 10, West Holmes takes over at the Lex 36. Morgan Smith sends Maltrich in motion. Now West Holmes is going to have to take a timeout. They weren't ready. Mount Vernon still leads at Worcester, but it's getting closer. 21-14 in the third quarter. And Madison with a halftime lead over New Philly, 7-6. Wow. Slow half. Ontario up 28-7 over Marion Pleasant. River Valley in the third quarter still leading Shelby 14-7. Shelby, they're, they're putting up like 40, 50 points a game with seven in the third quarter at River Valley, who's only two and four. Galleon with a 20-14 lead over Highland. And Marion Harding with a 21-7 lead over Clear Fork. So... Worcester has just tied it against Mount, uh, Mount Vernon, 21-21. It looks like Lex's only going to get help from one team tonight, and that might be Worcester. First and 10, West Holmes at the Lex 36 out of the timeout. They send Maltrich in motion, but they'll give to Shepler, and he's going to be stopped in the backfield, a loss of one. Matt Sheets and Aiden Nickel both in there. 3.20 to go, third quarter. I mean, there's still a whole other quarter left, but I would be surprised if West Holmes just doesn't run the ball. Second and 11 now. Smith back in that shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left. He's going to throw. He's going to wind up and chuck it down the near sideline, and great coverage wow. by Carter Wilson to knock the ball away at the five, and the referee threw a flag. <laughs> no chance that's a flag. He turned Absolutely his head. Not. He turned his head at the last minute. And this may be the most angry I've seen the Lex fan base this year. No chance that was a pass oh, interference, but they're giving it to him. He turned his head. I'm not even exaggerating. That may be one of the better defensive back plays this year that we've seen. They're saying he tugged the jersey a little bit. How? Carter, Will Carter Wilson, who made the play, is the most perplexed person in the stadium, I think. He doesn't agree with the call, and it's a free first down for West Holmes. Down to the 22 now. Morgan Smith in the pistol this time. Man, I don't agree with that. Mm -mm. He will pitch it out to the right side. Maltrich, he's going to juke around, and he's going to get out of there. Ooh, but as Derek a said, shot. a flag down to the 20. So penalty's going to bring this one back. And makeup penalties don't do anything for you now <laughs> because you gave him a free first down right. to burn more time off the clock. So this will end up being, what, first and 20-something here after the penalty. Still first down. Uh, you got to feel, too, this was the side judge on the near side who also had a view of the last play. Maybe mm. that was him making that one up for the Minutemen. That'll push him back to the 32. Just about where they were when the first penalty happened. This will be first and 20. Smith in the shotgun. And he West flinched. Holmes flinched yep. there. Big time. The right guard. Okay. So that'll be another five-yard penalty. Yeah, keep backing them up. 2.32 to go, third quarter, and all of a sudden this has gotten ugly. Penalties everywhere, and 
Clock a, rolling. It's a pretty clean first half as far as penalties. So 2.25 to go now. Clock is moving. First and 25 back at the 37 now. Smith in the shotgun with four wide. Two wide receivers on each side. He's got Shepler on his left hip. He sends Zollers in motion. They'll take. Back to pass. They're going to throw a little screen to Zollers. He's got it down the far sideline, but he managed to only get back to the line of scrimmage. And he missed a block in the back again at the point of attack. But yeah, now second and 24, under two minutes here in the third. Lex desperately needs to get off the field on defense. At the 27, or excuse me, at the 37, second and 24. Empty backfield this time for Morgan Smith, who's going to QB draw up the middle. He's to the, tw to the 30 and down to the 28. And a gain of nine will set up a third and 15. That's the fourth tackle for the field, so the field has four tackles. Get a little slick down there. <laughs> Yeah, they've been slipping really all night since yeah. the start of the game. Usually you kind of see it as the night goes on, but field's in great shape too, but mm -hmm. definitely one of those nights where the dew just starts to build up on the grass. You can even see it down here. Yeah. Third and 15 from the 27. West Holmes, empty backfield for Morgan Smith. Five on the play clock. I'll call timeout. And West Holmes, Derek is correct, will take a timeout. Something I've noticed tonight, West Holmes sends a man in motion on a lot of plays, and every time they do, Morgan Smith decides to point at the Lex defensive line and tell <laughs> the referees moving. Moving. that they jumped off sides. It's only worked once tonight, but he's, he's tried to do that five or six times. Maybe it's worked for him in other games. Well, maybe, but just snap the ball and play, man. Well, interesting. Uh, I mean, and, and another thing, too, on defense, you're allowed to flinch. You just can't yeah. come across the line, so I'm not sure. I haven't seen much movement, to be no. honest, but whatever Morgan Smith thinks he's seeing is not enough to call a penalty, but he's done it several times tonight. I just think it was odd that now West Holmes has only one timeout left. But, I mean, and Lex has two. Yeah, so but they're up 21. We've seen three timeouts taken here right. in the third quarter. 44 seconds in the third quarter. 42-21, West Holmes on top. Third and 15 at the 27. Morgan Smith in the shotgun with an empty backfield. He's going to take the snap, and he's back to pass. He's throwing into the middle of the field. It's Maltrich in the end zone. Touchdown, 27 yards. And now this game has busted wide open. Yeah, easy pitch and catch there. He had a free release off the line. I mean, he's a player, but they've been wide open on their scoring plays, except for the screen at the end. So Alex Pringle, six for six on extra points tonight, comes on for number seven. And the snap was good, the hold was good, and again, he pushes it kind of through that left mm -hmm. upright. To make it 49-21, 37 seconds to go in the third quarter on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service. 
providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearofthevillage.com. Mansfield Sr. has just taken a 7-6 lead at home over Ashland. Ashland missed an extra point earlier. That could end up being huge. Madison still with a 7-6 lead over New Philly in the third quarter. And Mount Vernon has just taken the lead back at Worcester, 28-21. So some just bizarre scores tonight around the OCC. Lexington unfortunately trailing here at West Holmes, 49-21, 37 seconds to go in the third quarter. And Pringle kicks it off, and this ball is going to roll out of bounds. So that'll be a free penalty yep. for the Minutemen. And they'll start this drive at their own 35. Uh, Highland has taken the lead back at Galleon 21 to 20. Ontario, it's getting a little tighter out there. Pleasant has cut that thing to 14, 28, 14, Warriors on top. River Valley still in the lead against Shelby. That is just baffling to me, 14 to seven. River Valley over Shelby right now. Talk a little bit about Ontario. That loss from Lex doesn't look that bad now. I mean, Ontario has been blowing through everybody. Crestview over Plymouth right now, 56-7. Oh, my goodness. Upper Scioto Valley leads Crestline 81 to nothing. Oh How much time is left? Well, it says third quarter. Oh, geez. First and ten minute, man. They're going to have Markel oh. Martin out there in the shotgun for the first time tonight. The lefty steps back. He's going to attempt to throw on first down, and he's going to launch it over the top to Seven Allen just a little high. He tried to kind of loft it over to him at the 50 incomplete. So Markel Martin now getting some reps at QB. And as Derek mentioned earlier, he is the backup quarterback. I think Joe's healthy. Maybe they're just trying to get a different look. Down four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, you just never know when you're going to need a backup QB, too. And mm -hmm. with Joey being a sophomore, I mean, he's got two and a half years to go. At some point, maybe he'll miss some snaps. you got to have somebody in there with right. some experience. And Markel, also a sophomore. They'll go empty backfield first and – excuse me, second and ten from the 35. Markel's going to keep it, and he's going to run off the left side, 40. And he's going to backtrack a little bit. Stiff arm, and he's going to get out of bounds. Good run. And near a first down, he's going to be a yard shy, a gain of nine. Yeah, I think it was a run-pass option. I mean, he definitely was looking to throw the ball first and then saw it open up on the right side and just kind of took off. Third and one now out Joe to the 44. In. So, yeah, a little, just a different look there for a couple plays, and now Joey Caudell back in there. Third and one at their own 44. 21 seconds to go in the third quarter. Caudell and the pistol. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Dontrell Hughes is the lone receiver to the right. Caudell takes, fakes the give, and he's going to run it himself, and he's going to get the first down, but again tripped up by the wet grass. <laughs> A gain of one and a half, so we'll call it two. And a first down minute, men. That's kind of how they started the game there. And with seven seconds left, this thing's going to roll down to the end of the third quarter. So the minute, men trailing now 49-21. They have the ball at their own 46, and we'll see if 
they can put something together here and kind of get back into this game and try to make it interesting, although it's not looking good. 49-21, end of three here on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here at West Holmes High School, Minutemen trailing 49-21. to With the football, first and 10 at their own 46-yard line to start this drive, going left to right, and on first down, they'll throw, and Caudell hits seven Allen out near the 49, a gain of three. Second and seven, Minutemen at their own 49-yard line. 11.30 11.30 to go. The clock is rolling. They'll send Carter Wilson, Seven Allen, and Braden Fogle off to the left. Dontrell Hughes by himself to the right. Caught Ellen the pistol with Markel Martin as the back. Second and seven from the 49. Caudell takes. He's going to throw on second down. Down the near sideline. He's got Hughes down there. And Hughes was kind of... Ran out of bounds by the defender, and the ball kind of floated out of bounds, incomplete. Yeah, he had a step for a second, but, yeah, pattern just kind of took him out of bounds. Third and seven from the Lex 49 coming up. 11.09 to go. Well, fortunately, the Minutemen are not going to get out of here with a win tonight, but... All things, all kinds of weird things going on in the conference tonight. It's just been a weird night. Madison with a 7-6 lead in the third quarter. Mount Vernon leading at Worcester. Third and seven. Caught Ellen the pistol with four wide. He takes the snap. He's in the pocket. Now he's going to run. Now he's going to run right. Now he's got room down the near sideline to the 35 and pushed out of bounds. First down minute men down to the 33. And a gain of 18. Good decision there by Joe to pull the ball down. Might have been a little bit of design. They had three guys running streaks and one underneath. So maybe that was a design run, kind of letting see what the defense gives them. Anyway, back to what I was saying. In the third quarter, Mount Vernon takes the lead back 28-21. Ashland missed a PAT earlier, and that's why senior high leads 7-6. So, And Madison still leading New Philly. Just a weird night. First and 10 minute minute, the West Holmes 33. Caudell on first down is going to keep it off the right side. 30, bounces outside 25 and down near the 20. <laughs> and we'll say 22-yard line and another first down, a gain of 11. Good block by Dontrell Hughes there on the edge. And Hughes getting a ton of run tonight out here at the wide receiver spot. Carter Newman out again this week and – Keegan West kind of took a shot earlier in the game, so a few different Minutemen getting out there tonight. 
Gage Powell now going to go off by himself to the right. Three wide receivers left. First and 10, minute men at the West Holmes 22. Caudell in the pistol sends seven. Allen in motion from left to right. Joey takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's got a man on the far oh. sideline, and the route is undercut and picked off. And I think that's Maltrich taking it all the way down the far sideline for a touchdown. West Holmes. He made a great play on the ball. The throw was late, just a little bit late. And now a defensive touchdown by West Holmes is going to make it 55-21. And we knew it was going to be a high-scoring game tonight, Derek. I'm not sure. Right. I not didn't sure. think it was going to be this high. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not sure we expected the difference right. in the score. We thought we could keep up with them. Ten forty-one to go in the fourth quarter, and if it wasn't over already, that put it away. Pringle, eight for eight on extra points tonight, and it's 56 to 21. West Holmes on top. When we come back, we'll get you a couple more score updates from around the area on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogel, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here at West Holmes, where it's a 56-21 lead. And during the break there, Derek pointed out to me that uh, it's now a 35-point deficit, which means after this kickoff, the clock will start to run and will not stop until the Minutemen can cut it down back below 30 or the game ends. And just for... Uh, Just for future reference, or in case you didn't know at home, if it is a situation where there's a running clock in a high school game, if a team takes a timeout, that is the one time the clock can stop. Other than that, this thing will roll until it gets down below 30 or the game ends. It's going to be a short kickoff, and Braden Fogel's going to kick it off, pick it up at the 17 and dance down the near sideline to the 23 and out of bounds. And the Minutemen will take over there, 10-16 to go in the game. 56-21, Minutemen trailing. As we continue to stay updated around the OCC, Mansfield senior 14, Ashland six. Madison now has tacked on a field goal. They lead it 10-6 over New Philly. Madison wow. on homecoming night, trying to get their first win. Uh, Mount Vernon leads Worcester 28-21. 10 minutes to go in the ball game here. West Holmes, 56-21, Knights lead. Caudell to start this drive in the pistol from the 23. He takes, and he's going to run it. An option off the right side. Nice stiff arm, but he's dragged down by Williams-Dixon after a gain of about five. Looks like West Holmes has uh, got some second or maybe even some third stringers, and they got a few starters left in there, but I think a couple of the defensive linemen and some of the backs have switched. Second and five coming up for the Minutemen as they break the huddle here. 
Carter Wilson splits off to the left. Seven Allen's going to be in the slot left. Fogle by himself to the right. Caught Ellen the pistol, takes, oh. and he fumbles the snap. And I think West Holmes is going to jump on it. West Holmes football. I think Joey just kind of started running there before he caught it. Yeah, that's the first turnover, I think, other than the interception. That's the first fumble of the game. So, yeah, Minutemen didn't have any turnovers, and now two in a row. So West Holmes will take over with a short field at the Lex 28-yard line. First and 10, and now Morgan Smith will come back in there. Looks like offensively they've still got their starters out there. Under nine minutes to go in the game. First and ten in the shotgun. Smith takes. He's going to give to Shepler. Shepler hasn't run it much tonight, but when he has, he has not had much room at all. I think that's only going to be his third carry of the night. And he may only have five yards total. That was for one. Second and nine coming up. Well, now the Minutemen, we'll talk about it in a minute. Smith, second down, gives Shepler again. He's going to dance up the middle with a cutback and down to the 20. That'll be a gain of seven and set up a third and two. But the Minutemen have been in this position before. They lost the first two games of the year. And then they went on to win three straight. Now they're going to drop their second in a row again this year. And I truly think that they... Could rattle off three straight wins here. I mean, Madison's beating New Philly tonight. Right. And then you go to Madison in two weeks and then finish up with Ashland at home. So I mean, the I, schedule is in their favor after today. Yeah, I definitely still think there's some wins out there for the Minutemen, but they got to clear their heads of this one and bounce back next week at home. Smith on third and two takes, gives Shepler off the left side, and he gets the first down, down to the 17. Gain of four. And now we've got a night down. It's like a cramp. Could be. So down on the field, down near the 20. 7.21 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen trailing 56-21. We'll take a quick timeout as well on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. And the night that was down, Gage Brown, my goodness, 6'2", 310 pounds, <laughs> senior. It's a big kid. Is walking off under his own power. I just realized, Derek, on their scoreboard, they've got kind of a little, like, ribbon video board on the top of it, but not anything big enough to do anything. They just have, like, an American flag waving on the top, like a little animation <laughs> of an American flag. It's kind of odd. So Yeah, it's a very little video screen there. Huh. Never noticed that before. First and ten. 
Knights in the red zone. Morgan Smith letting the clock roll down here before he takes the snap. He's in the shotgun with Shepler on his right hip. He'll take and give again to Shepler, who's going to go right up the middle and into a pack of Minutemen. Gage Powell there, David Biggers, and Aiden Nickel. And it'll be a gain of two. Second and eight. We're going to keep letting the clock roll now. 6.30 to go in the ball game. But they don't have to run the play here for another 20 seconds. And now they'll send in the backup tailback. Maddox Graham, a freshman, on the left hip of Morgan Smith. Second and eight from the 16. Smith takes the snap, and they'll give to the freshman. He's going to go off the right side, and he's going to get... Back to the line of scrimmage, no gain. Tackle by Mason Green and Cam Boozer. And like I said, Luck's going to have to bounce back next week, and they have a great chance to do so at home against New Philly, who right now does have the lead back at Madison, 14-10. But it's been a close one all night out there at Ram Field for the Quakers. And Lex played the Quakers close out at New Philly last, yeah, last year. They year. lost 10-7. Third and eight. Smith takes the snap. He's going to throw on third and eight. And he's got a man. And catching it at the five and running it in is Nate Fair for a touchdown on the near sideline. I don't understand why they're still passing the ball up 50. Well, not only that, but they've got their <laughs> starters still in the game other than the tailback. Their starting receivers are out there. Yeah. Not exactly sure what Lexington did to head coach Zach Gardner, but <laughs> they made him mad. Um, they're going to go for two. Of all my years doing this, I thought it didn't get any more classless than Ashland, but oh, now they're going to kneel. So they're going to pass for a touchdown, but then, then kneel. but then take a knee instead of kicking an extra point. <laughs> I, Maybe the spread well, was only. Here's my opinion on that. I think it's even more classless to take the knee. Just kick the extra point. Right. If you're going to score a touchdown with five minutes left and a running clock to send this game up to 40 points, and then you take a knee on the extra point? Yeah, why don't you just keep running the ball? I can honestly say, of all my years watching every level of that football, I've never seen someone take a touchdown. Well, on a passing touchdown, not even a run. Yeah, passing the ball up by 35 with no time, I mean five minutes left, but a running clock, right, and then clock, kneel and then the kneel. extra point. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, we didn't want 63, we just want 62. <laughs> Oh, boy. I've seen some stuff over the years. We say, all have yes, with Worcester yeah. and Ashland, but I've never seen anything like that, especially with West Holmes. I, I've never seen anything like that, period. Mm -hmm. Who kneels an extra point after running the score up? What's one more point going to do? Yeah. I really, I truly, I kind of, I want to find the coach and ask him, what what was the thought process? And then he kicks it away. <laughs> Kick off to Markel Martin at the 22. He's going to return it up to Ooh. the 30. He's hit hard but gets out of there and backtracks, and he's going to be taken down 
Back at the 25, so that's where Lex will take over. I am stunned. A little baffled by that. Well, when you watch high school sports, and I'm, I'm not, you know, a, a veteran at watching high school sports by any means, but I've been doing this for five years, and before that I covered high school sports in other ways for another mm-hmm. seven or eight years, so 13 years total, along with playing high school sports. I have never seen something like what I just witnessed. You see a team run the score up, but then kneel the extra point. Well, and I don't keep saying it. You didn't try to run the clock out and run the ball. You passed the ball for a touchdown. <laughs> so, first and ten, minute men, Caudell. He's going to throw. He's got a man. It's Fogel down the middle of the field, caught in stride, 35-30. And he's going to get tackled down at the 23-yard line. A big gain there for the minute men What was 52. What was interesting is that – during the last possession, I saw Joe and Markel and Fogel all kind of huddled up, kind of talking, and I think they were kind of coming up with that play. Well, and, yeah, now it's time to just end the game on a positive note, take something into next week. The Minutemen didn't have a bad offensive performance tonight. It's just West Holmes was unstoppable. First and ten, Caudell's going to throw. Corner of the end zone, near side. Fogel's down there, and where's the interference? There Thank it you. is. I think Fogel got hit. Braden Fogel in a not so good spot. Interfered with in the end zone. That'll be a pass interference and should make it half the distance to the goal here. Down, this should put it on the 11-yard line. And the Minutemen, oddly, with as high scoring as this game's been and they've scored three touchdowns, they've only been in the red zone once. This is the second trip to the State Farm red zone brought to you by Gary Fagan. And I was right, it'll be down to the 11-yard line. Under three minutes to go in the game. 62-21. West Holmes in the lead. Caudell, two wide receivers split off each way. He's in the pistol, sends Wilson in motion, takes the snap. Caudell looking right. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw into the corner of the end zone and overshoots Braden Fogel. Incomplete. Yeah, unfortunately, the clock keeps rolling here, so for them to try to even get a score, they're going to have to hurry up a little bit or call timeout. They'll bring it to the near hash, second and 10. Down to 2.10 to go in the ballgame. Powell and Wilson split off to the left. Seven Allen in the slot right with Fogel out wide to the right. And the pistol, Caudell takes the snap from the 11. He's going to throw into the end zone. Wide open, Fogel catches. Touchdown, Minutemen. And Caudell back in the scorebook to Fogel with another touchdown of 11 yards. He had a little heat on that ball. Maybe some frustrations from the game, but nice way to at least get some scoring on the board at the end of the game. Maybe he'll get a little momentum going into next week. So Caudell, 12 for 22 tonight, 166 yards, two touchdowns. That was Fogel's first touchdown of the night, but he keeps his young career, which is off to a great start last year, and he stays red hot into his sophomore season. The extra point by Will Perkins is good, 62 to 28. 112 to go. Clock stops momentarily between possession change. 
And the Minutemen will have to kick off. kind of talked about this over and over. These guys are sophomores. Like, yeah. Guys making plays are sophomores. So they'll remember stuff like this. You know, 62-28, guess what? West Holmes has got to come to their place next year. Number 10 is going to graduate. Yep. So, you know, they'll be all right. I can tell you one thing, though. Lex has blown some teams out over the years. I don't think I've ever seen some of the things I've done to them over the years when they've been getting blown out. Perkins pops this one straight up in the air down to the 10, and West Holmes nice enough to kneel the kickoff there instead of trying to run it back. And we'll see if they throw here on first down with 58 <laughs> seconds to go. Oh, I can't believe what I saw tonight. That's, uh, yeah, you know, that I mean, I, we've seen Worcester blitz mm -hmm. up by 40 over the years with yep. 10 seconds left. Yep. We've seen Ashland run the score up with a minute left. Yep. Never thought I'd see it from West Holmes. They just mm -hmm. don't seem like a team that would do something well, like that's that. That's the thing. Lex is, I mean, that's not even a rival Right type game, I mean. And there's never really been any bitterness nope. between these two. Not, not lately, anyway. Maybe after this. I would Maybe say after so. after this. This could be some bulletin board material next year because yeah. you're right, Derek. I mean, the Minutemen, they don't get everyone back next year, but they get their, mm -hmm. the core of their team is back next year, and West Holmes is losing some kids. Yep. Coach Saris not going to forget this one. And after a kneel down. West Holmes is going to win this game 62-28. to 28. We're going to take a 30-second timeout. And Coach Saris, I don't even think, looked at Zach Gardner as the handshake <laughs> line goes by. And now some words oh, going to yeah, be had. Oh, yeah, they're, they're talking. Yep. They're talking. They're talking. Didn't even shake his hand. Nope. And now there's some words between the coaches oh, yeah. near midfield. Yeah, Massey's giving them a little business. And now West Holmes coach is not a good look here. They're they're clapping at the at the Lex coaches. Mm -hmm. This is not a good look at all. Absolutely. And not. now West Holmes head coach calling over Coach Sayers to have a couple words privately. Don't put after, your arm around him. After clapping, don't put your in their arm faces. around him. I, I'm just, I'm confused. Not exactly sure what happened there. Like I said, I, this is not something I, we've seen from West Holmes in any sport over the years. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. And Lex will have to bounce back next week in a very winnable game next week. And New Philly, they've got New Philly coming to town. And they're only beating Madison right now in the fourth quarter, 14 to 10. So, Definitely Lex, a beatable team. Absolutely. Three winnable games in a row to end the season for Lex, and they've just got to keep their heads up. I know it's hard after a loss like this, you know, to, to think about that, but 
They've already bounced back from two losses in a row to start the season to get themselves, well, you know, two weeks row, ago. Yeah. yeah, two weeks ago they're in first place in the OCC after a couple of tough losses to start the year. They can absolutely bounce back, and I'm confident they will. But unfortunately tonight things did not go the Minuteman way. 62-28. We'll just jump right into the BP Electric postgame show here with stats. And... We'll start with Lexington tonight. Through the air, 12 for 22, 166 yards, two passing touchdowns. One was to Seven Allen, one to Braden Fogle. 27 carries tonight for Lex, 160 yards, two touchdowns. They did have a sack, uh, and it was Markel Martin. And Will Perkins, four for four on extra points. For West Holmes, 13 for 17 through the air, 296 yards, four touchdowns. 25 carries for 184 yards, three touchdowns. Um... And their kicker was, uh, I'm trying to do some math here. He was eight <laughs> for eight on the night and didn't even get to attempt the final one. A uh, couple of individual stats here receiving for the Minutemen. Seven Allen, five catches on five targets, 70 yards and a touchdown. He had a pretty good night. Braden Fogle, uh, five catches on eight targets, 81 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Cam Boozer had one catch for four yards. Uh, rushing the ball tonight for the Minutemen, Markel Martin, eight carries, 30 yards. Joey Caudell, 14 carries, 69 yards, two touchdowns. Mason Green added four carries, 60 yards. He had a long carry of 56 yards. Um, and that'll round things out for the Minutemen. Some scores from around North Central Ohio starting the OCC. In the fourth quarter late, it is Mount Vernon 35, Worcester 28. I never would have thought. I, I mean, Worcester's down this year, don't get me wrong, but I thought at home against a reeling Mount Vernon team who has one win, I thought this would be kind of a night for Worcester to kind of make things right and get back on track. But Mount Vernon with the lead late in that game right now at Worcester. It's New Philly 14, Madison 10 in the fourth quarter, and Mansfield Senior is separated just a tad from Ashland uh, Senior High with a 14-6 to lead. At Ontario, the Warriors finally pulled away from Pleasant, and they're going to win that game 45-14 right now in the fourth quarter. Galleon with a slim lead over Highland, 23-21 in the fourth. Shelby with a slim lead at River Valley, 24-21 in the fourth quarter, and unfortunately we're not going to get any help from Clear Fork tonight. Right now it's Marion Harding, 28, Clear Fork, 7. In the Northern 10, Winford, 45, uh, Buckeye Central, nothing. Seneca East, it's a final. They win it 44 14 over Bucyrus. Carey stays on top of the Northern 10 with a 14-7 uh, victory. And Colonel Crawford bounces back after a loss last week. They beat Upper Arlington, or excuse me, Upper Sandusky 41-6. Monroeville leads Western Reserve 37-36. Uh, Mapleton at last check was up 37-6 on South Central. It's a final at Crestview. The Cougars beat Plymouth 56-7, and Fort Loramie gets a win over St. Paul, 35-28. Down in the K-Mac, Fredericktown over Loudonville right now in the fourth quarter, 28-14. Danville all over Cardington, 61-21. Danville undefeated, and it's going to stay that way. Centerburg, 28, Mount Gilead, 11. That's a final. And Northmore beats East Knox, 27-6. A couple other scores, Ridgedale, 35, North Baltimore, 15. Uh, Waynesfield Goshen is going to beat Elgin. They're up 44-22 right now. That's Marion Elgin's first loss of the year. Canton South and Triway tied at 28. Triway was down 28-20. Triway was down 28-7. That game now tied late in the fourth. 
At last check, it was Upper Scioto Valley 81, Crestline nothing. Hillsdale 33, Smithville 14. Lima Central Catholic has come back to take the lead on Lucas, 26-20. Sandusky all over Norwalk tonight, 48-9. And Hopewell-Loudon is putting it on Willard, 66-33. Want to thank Kayla Durbin down on the sideline tonight, getting great content as always. Some really good videos for all of you at home. Uh, Lex, all four of their touchdowns, we'll get those posted for you if you want to check those out later on. I want to thank my broadcast partner, Derek Lazier, for another road trip and uh, his help on, uh, on my left over here, making sure I sound as good as possible. And I am Corey Durbin saying one final time, Lexington tonight goes down to West Holmes, 62-28. to West Holmes will improve to 5-2. They are now 3-1 in the OCC. Lexington falls to 3-4 and four on the year and now 2-2 two and two in the OCC, but a chance to bounce back next week against New Philadelphia at home. And if you can't be there, we hope you'll be with us. Until next week, have a good weekend, everybody.